a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers, changing lives. See it all this fall with Cudarelli Vision's best LASIK pricing of the year. Call before November 30th and save $1,000 off LASIK. And we offer 0% financing for 24 months. Say goodbye to the frustrations of glasses and contacts and experience life with the clear vision you deserve. Night vision can be improved. Visual results often exceed 20-20 even if you have astigmatism. And Cudarelli Vision offers its exclusive lifetime LASIK assurance plan. Unlike corporate chains, our surgeon is a board-certified Johns Hopkins trained corneal specialist with over 70,000 procedures. Use your flex spending or HSA before the end of the year. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today by calling 303-486-2020. That's 303-486-2020. Or visit CuderelliVision.com. Cuderelli Vision, Colorado's number one choice for LASIK and cataracts. Certain restrictions apply. Individual results may vary. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City? Don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive and best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7 and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four KSE, Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Fox Sports trending now. This report presented by True Car. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. On Sunday Night Football, the Oakland Raiders took another step towards trying to turn their season around with a 27-24 win at Miami. They've won two of three after a four-game losing streak. Earlier Sunday, the Cowboys withstood a crazy 56-yard Hail Mary touchdown by Tyreek Hill of the Chiefs at the end of the first half to defeat Kansas City 28-17 and improve to 5-3. and Washington over the Seahawks 17-14 as Kirk Cousins needed just 35 seconds to engineer the game-winning 70-yard touchdown drive of the final minutes. And at the NBA Sunday night, James Harden scored a career-high 56 points in Houston's whatever Utah. I'm Isaac Lowenkron. We are Everyone is listening. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Get in and get heard. I'm all over the place. You can find me on Twitter at Clay Travis and at Outkick, Facebook.com slash Outkick the Coverage. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Never stops rolling. By the way, if you go with multiple emoticons, I will end you. It's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Only thing that's on my mind is Here's Clay Travis. 
live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. As well, Duralast batteries designed to stand up to even the most extreme weather conditions. They're built with pads and technology to reduce damage due to vibration and deliver the most power during startup. They're proven tough and sold only at AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. All right, lots to get to, obviously, on every single Monday, as we always do, uh, breaking down what transpired in the NFL and college football. We have one more NFL game waiting in the NFC North to see what's going to happen there between the Packers and the Lions. But, by and large, the NFL playoff picture, now that we have got every team having played at least half of the season, I am fascinated with looking at the playoff picture every week as we go forward. And right now in the AFC, your number one overall seed would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Number two would be the New England Patriots. So those are the two teams that would get bye weeks. Third slot with their loss last night, the Kansas City Chiefs move into the third spot. Tennessee Titans are in the four spot. The Jacksonville Jaguars are in the five. Both those teams are tied at the top of the AFC South right now. The Titans would have the tie break. And in your sixth spot, you got the Buffalo Bills. So, to me, when I look at this breakdown in general, I say that if I were, if we, we put that bracket challenge up right now in the AFC, you'd have the Titans and the Jags. Uh, you'd have Kansas City and Buffalo in the wild card round of the AFC. I think Kansas City would beat Buffalo. I think the Titans would beat the Jags. And so you would end up with Steelers, Titans, and Patriots, Chiefs in the AFC. I think that would lead to a Steelers, Patriots, AFC title game in, in Pittsburgh. So that's where we would be right now if the season ended in the AFC. And of those quarterbacks, I think that four of them are arguably proven guys. Three definite. I believe in Marcus Mariota. Some people do not. We'll see what ends up happening there. I definitely don't believe in Blake Bortles, nor do I believe certainly in the Buffalo Bills or in their quarterback situation in general. I just don't. I mean, I understand that some people do. I think you're idiots. Uh, by the way, just outside lurking, the Miami Dolphins are at seven. So if the Miami Dolphins had won that game last night, I'm not sure what the head-to-head with Buffalo would look like, but we would see what exactly would happen in that scenario. All right, so that is overall the AFC playoff picture. In the NFC, the Eagles, who are the biggest surprise in a positive direction of the entire 2017 NFL season, are the only 8-1 and team right now in the entirety of the league. There is nobody else with seven wins in the league right now, so they are head and shoulders above everybody else. The New Orleans Saints, interestingly, would be the two-seed. Minnesota Vikings, your three-seed. The Rams, the four. The second biggest surprise, uh, I would say, in a positive direction of the NFL season is the Rams, and arguably the Rams are the biggest surprise. It just depends on how good you thought the Eagles were going to be. I think the Eagles at this point being 8-1 and one, is so unexpected that they have to be considered the biggest surprise in a positive direction. The uh, Rams, second biggest. Carolina Panthers are at 6-3 and three and in the five slot, and the Dallas Cowboys have now moved into the playoffs. If the season were ending right now, the Dallas Cowboys would be in as the sixth seed in the final wild card spot of the NFC. Okay, what would that look like when you actually break down the playoff? Where, well, you would have number three seed Minnesota Vikings hosting the Cowboys. 
I actually think the Cowboys would win that game. I really do. I think the Cowboys would win that game against the Vikings, even having to go on the road. And then you would have the Rams playing the Panthers, the Rams hosting. I actually think the Rams would beat the Panthers. And so your second-round games would be the Eagles hosting the Rams and the Saints hosting the Cowboys. I like the Saints to beat the Cowboys. Can you imagine that Saints-Cowboys game, by the way? All uh, How difficult of a ticket that would be. Uh, would be crazy, um, given how close New Orleans is to the state of Texas and the number of people who'd come rolling in there for a Cowboys playoff game. And meanwhile, the Eagles would host the Rams. I would have the Eagles and the Saints playing for the NFC Championship. And right now, maybe in a little bit of an upset, I would have the Saints advancing. So uh, that would be your lineup right now in the NFC and in the AFC if the season was ending today. Now, Let's shift gears. That's the kind of the takeaway. I don't know that there were any shocking outcomes in games yesterday. I would say the biggest surprise uh, was the Colts beating the Texans from an oddsmaker perspective. But obviously with Deshaun Watson out, that changed things substantially there. The other biggest surprise um, in general was the Redskins going on the road as a double-digit underdog and beating the Seahawks. Both of those games, really unexpected outcomes. Um, all right. So let's pivot into the uh, college football now. College football was wild. Absolutely insane weekend of college football. And the biggest takeaway, I think, a couple of big takeaways. One, the Big Ten's playoff chances are on life support. And the only team that can make the Big Ten now, uh, Big Ten playoff, is Wisconsin. And I think this is entirely a function of the uneven divisions because I'm not sure that Wisconsin – would even be the fourth best team if they were in the Big Ten East. In other words, on a neutral field, who do you think wins? Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State, or Michigan against Wisconsin? I don't think there's any way that Wisconsin does better than 2-2 two and two on neutral fields against those four Big Ten East teams. And I think there's actually a good chance they go 1-3 and three and maybe even 0-4. So the idea that Wisconsin is the best team in the Big Ten is a joke. And, in fact, if Wisconsin made this playoff and Alabama got to play them, Alabama would beat them by 30 points or more. This would not be a remotely close game. This is the worst possible matchup. got a traditional pro-style offensive attack going up against Nick Saban. He would strangle them to death. So the Big Ten does not need Wisconsin to be their representative in the playoff, yet that is the only team that could potentially make the playoff from the Big Ten now based on big losses, Penn State on the road against Michigan State, tough loss, but that's the kind of loss typically a good team has. They're competitive, but the home team kicks a field goal, final play of the game, and gets the W. Not to mention there's like a four-hour weather delay and everything else associated with that game. I'm much more surprised, frankly, by the way that Ohio State lost 55-24 to as a three-touchdown favorite, which was an insane line to begin with, by the way, as a three-touchdown favorite on the road to end up in that situation. I just can't even conceive of how they could lose by 31 points. Just an unbelievable situation. And now in his last ten games, Urban Meyer is 7-3, and three. And three of those losses have all happened by 15 or more points. He lost 31 nothing against Clemson in the 
college football playoff last year, lost by 15 at home to Oklahoma, and now has lost by 31 on the road at Iowa. A lot of that, I think, goes on JT Barrett, because I don't think JT Barrett, despite the fact that he's now been at Ohio State for 57 consecutive football seasons, I don't think JT Barrett's a very good quarterback. And while he was fantastic against Penn State down the stretch, he was not very good against Oklahoma, and he was not very good at all against Iowa, and ultimately, it's his inconsistency that hurts Ohio State on the offensive side of the ball. Now, I don't know how you defend the Ohio State defense when they gave up 55 points to Iowa. It's not like Iowa is a really complex offensive set. They run a pro-style offense, and they just kick the crap out of Ohio State. Should never happen that Ohio State gives up 50 points to anybody anywhere in college football with the talent that they have. But it did happen. Urban Meyer out of the mix for the playoff. James Franklin out of the mix for the playoff. Only team left in the running is Paul Christ and Wisconsin, and I would argue that's entirely a function of their good fortune and not having played any good teams. They've only beaten two teams with winning records, FAU and Northwestern, so far this year. But the Big Ten, again, playoff dreams on severe uh, life support. Meanwhile, in the Big 12, we got an epic 62-52 win for uh, Oklahoma over Oklahoma State in Bedlam. It was truly truly bedlam and uh oklahoma now the big debate in college football is going to be who should be in the four spot and who should be in the five spot and to me i'm going with oklahoma we had 15,000 of you vote you can find me on twitter at clay travis who do you think should be in the four spot oklahoma or clemson 15,000 of you voted before i said which side i was picking to try to so i didn't try to co-opt your votes 55% of you agreed with my decision that Oklahoma should be in the four spot. So right now my college football rankings would look like this. Number one overall, Georgia. Number two overall, Alabama. Number three, Notre Dame. If Notre Dame finishes 11-1, and and boy, oh boy, do we have an incredible weekend of college football games coming up. We got three top ten games. We got Notre Dame going on the road against Miami. We've got Auburn hosting Georgia. And we have got Oklahoma hosting TCU. Three top ten games. But right now, if Notre Dame finishes 11-1, and I don't see how they get left out of the playoff. Catholics versus convicts redo uh, taking place down in Miami. By the way, you want to know the difference between college football and the NFL? Back-to-back games. I watched them both. How about how Hard Rock uh, Stadium down there looked on Saturday with Miami against Virginia Tech compared to how it looked last night with the Dolphins going up against the Raiders. College football is a superior product to the NFL. And that little double was an interesting test. Look at the environment for Saturday, Miami, Virginia Tech. Compare it with Dolphins and Raiders last night in a Sunday night football game. No similarities at all. That stadium was lit for the Miami Hurricanes For the Dolphins, it looked like it was a golf game. That's how much difference there was in the overall entertainment. But huge game. If Notre Dame can win, all they have to do against Miami, if they can beat Miami, all they have to do is finish with wins over Navy and on the road over Stanford, and Notre Dame would be in the playoffs. So that in and of itself is pretty pretty confident about that. So Notre Dame in the three spot, 
And then in the four spot, I've got Oklahoma. In the five spot, I've got Clemson. I've got Miami at six. Although if Miami beats Notre Dame, I'm probably going to have to jump them into my top four this weekend. We'll see what happens there. I have got, so I've got Miami at my six. I have got Wisconsin at seven. In the eight spot, I've got TCU. In the nine spot, I've got Washington. And in my ten hole, I have got Oklahoma State, who's out of the playoff race now. But at least Oklahoma State's two losses are both the top ten teams. So that is my top ten. All right. Uh, any disagreements out there in my college football breakdown? Let's go around the crew. Or anything that jumps out to you guys in the NFL, I'll bring in the L.A. crew as well. Jason Martin, what jumped out to you there, college football, NFL, to you? Big storylines that maybe I didn't hit. Uh, I mean, you hit a lot, certainly, right there. Miami is very impressive right now. I was super blown away with how they looked against Virginia Tech. That's the first time I've really sat and watched them for four quarters on a split screen and really just came away super impressed with them. The other stuff, look, Ohio State losing. People call that a hangover. Hangover is like a seven-point loss. It's not four touchdowns plus a field goal losing to Iowa, despite the fact it's a pretty crazy stat that Iowa's won four of their last five against top five opponents at home with their lone loss being a two-point defeat to James Franklin's Penn State team a couple of weeks ago. So Kirk Ferentz knows what to do when they bring it at home, and then they'll lose inexplicably to other teams that they have no business losing to. That seems to be the way it is for Iowa. In the NFL, we don't talk about this enough, I don't think, but the Super Bowl hangover for the Atlanta Falcons. This is a team that was loaded last year and only got better when you look at their actual talent on the field. That's a 4-4 four and four football team, and if you look at the rest of their schedule, five of their eight remaining games are against teams that would currently be in the playoffs as the season ended today. They play the Vikings, they play the Cowboys, they have to play the Saints twice, and they have to play the Panthers again, and then they have a sixth game against Seattle, who I think is probably going to make the playoffs and could win the West because they already have one head-to-head win over the Rams, and they're just one game behind them right now in the division. So that really looks like the Falcons may not make the playoffs which I think is kind of stunning when you look at the way that offense was rolling last year. All of a sudden, they can't seem to get anything done right now. And as we were talking about some of these dumpster fires in the league in terms of the Giants and what they were expected to do, the Bucks regressing, the Raiders are starting to come around a little bit, but they haven't been exactly what people expected. The Broncos obviously have been a gigantic disappointment. But the Atlanta Falcons, I think, are slipping under the radar for a team that has really underperformed this season. By the way, I get a lot of comments from this, and this guy is the most recent. Some guy named Christopher Lee, he's like, sorry, if you give up 50 to 60 points, you're not top four material. Travis is an idiot. I don't understand this this argument. Oklahoma went on the road and won by 10 points. And in order to do that against Oklahoma State, they had to score 62 points. They won 62 to 52. I don't understand why... Winning 30-21, if we cut the scores in half, everybody would have said, wow, that's a really good win for Oklahoma. Or if they had gone on the road and won 10 to nothing, why people would not, would say, oh wow, their defense is incredible. The goal is to win the game. And if Oklahoma believes that they have to win the game by outscoring somebody, then I'd say go for it. I look right now in the college football universe, And I think that the only team that can beat Alabama other than Georgia, the only team that I think can beat Alabama other than Georgia, because I think Alabama and Georgia are like mirror images of each other, 
Kirby Smart is trying to build at Georgia the exact same thing that Nick Saban has at Alabama. Now, I think Alabama is a little bit ahead of Georgia, but I think you can start to see Georgia and think, my God, the way Kirby Smart is recruiting, they are going to have every bit the same quality of players that Alabama does. And that's rare in college football. So I think Georgia could beat Alabama this year. I don't think they will. I think this will be a lot like the first year that Nick Saban got to Atlanta and they lost to Florida. They weren't quite ready, and then the next year they won the national championship. I think Georgia's probably still a year away from winning a title. I do. But I do think they could beat Alabama. Other than that, the only team that right now is in consideration to make the playoffs that I believe can beat Alabama is Oklahoma. Because if you look at who Nick Saban loses to, it's typically a great quarterback who can make an extraordinary plays at the crucible moments of games, typically. Now, there are, ex- there are exceptions, but typically it's a guy like Johnny Manziel. It's a guy like last year, Deshaun Watson. It's a guy like, frankly, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield at Oklahoma could, could be good enough on a given Saturday or a given game in the playoffs to get hot enough to beat a Nick Saban defense. I don't think necessarily that he would, but when I look at all the teams that potentially are in the playoffs, Baker Mayfield, now he also may throw five interceptions, and Oklahoma might get beat 45-3. to Like, that could certainly happen. But he's his ceiling is high enough to beat Alabama. Everybody else who's in the mix for the playoffs, I don't really buy into the quarterback position in college football. Alabama, Jalen Hurts, obviously, very good quarterback. Not sold necessarily on from at Georgia, but again, they are basically Alabama. So the defense and the run game are obviously incredibly important. Notre Dame can't throw the ball. Don't think there's any way Notre Dame could beat Alabama. In the four spot, Baker Mayfield potentially, yes. Five spot with Oklahoma, no, I don't see it this year. I just don't see Oklahoma's next, I mean, I don't see Clemson's next step. I don't see them having the ability. Miami, no offensive playmakers at the quarterback position that's going to scare me. Oklahoma, uh, Wyoming, I'm sorry, Wyoming. Wisconsin, God, be a bloodbath against Alabama. The only team right now, other than Georgia, who again is a mirror image of Alabama, the only team outside of the SEC that I see being able to beat Alabama is Oklahoma. That's it. All right, we'll dive back in. Got to take a break with you now. We'll dive back into the NFL and the college football universe and discuss that in greater detail. We'll also open up the phone lines, 877-996-6369. I know I haven't gone to them yet, but I will go to them here if we get some good ones. 877-996-6369. I'm Clay Travis. You're listening to Outkick the Coverage, and i got to tell you about my friends at Dollar Shave Club. They are fantastic. You've heard me talk about the amazing shaves I get from my Dollar Shave Club razor, especially when I use it with the Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. I'm here to tell you, and I'm never giving up my membership. In fact, I'm adding even more DSC products to my daily routine, and partly that's because my wife is stealing all mine. They make products for your hair, your face, your skin, your shower, everything you need. They have me looking and feeling amazing, all their own stuff. They use the finest premium ingredients, and they deliver it right to your house, just like they do their razors. That means no more annoying trips to the store, going up and down the aisle, looking at shelf on shelf. What the hell is that? What do I do with it? 
I use Dollar Shave Club for almost everything. Razors, body cleanser, hair gel, yes, even butt wipes. DSC has you covered head to toe. And I've talked about this before. We have his and her sinks in my house. And my wife has got an entire cadre of different products lined up at her sink, right? Because a woman's sink is like a NASCAR pit crew. They got all this different stuff. You have no idea what all these different products do. And then over on my side of the sink, you know what I've had for years? I've had a razor, I've had toothpaste, and a toothbrush. That's it. And then I have a drawer with one comb in it. That's the only products I have. Well, Dollar Shave Club sending me stuff now. You know what's happening? My wife is stealing my stuff. She's liking it, too. And that's because it's a great time to give Dollar Shave Club a try for you, too. You can get your first month of their best razor, which my wife steals, along with travel-sized versions of shave butter, body cleanser, and butt wipes, just 5 bucks. After that, replacement cartridges ship for just a few bucks a month. It's the Dollar Save Club Starter Set. Get yours for just 5 bucks exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash outkick. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash outkick. You need everything at the ready, so we've condensed it for you. You can see it coming. Just podcast it at foxsportsradio.com. Dude, come on. Shows, interviews, you name it. We've squeezed it. Oh, man. We appreciate it. Podcast it at foxsportsradio.com. At Ferguson, service is our most important part. So if service is the part you're missing from your supply house, come into one of our 600 nationwide locations and let our team help yours. Whether it's tracking down those hard-to-find parts, having your order ready and waiting at our will call, or helping you manage your inventory with our SKU app and online ordering, the edge every trade professional needs is right around the corner. And with Ferguson Pro Plus, you'll earn redeemable points with every online purchase. Come into one of our locations or visit ferguson.com today. Weather hits. The right wiper blades make all the difference. That's when the Michelin Man is on your side, helping you see better and drive safer with new Michelin Premium Wiper Blades. Designed with exclusive SmartFlex technology or frameless beam design, Michelin Blades flex to the curve of your windshield, giving you unparalleled, streak-free, long-lasting, all-season performance. So when the going gets tough, be ready with Michelin Premium Wiper Blades. It's a difference you can see. Available at Walmart and other fine retailers. I'm Jay Farner from Quicken Loans. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.875%, APR 4.05%. But choosing the right mortgage lender involves so much more than just a rate. Only Quicken Loans has earned 11 J.D. Power Awards. No other lender comes close to that level of client satisfaction. And we invented Rocket Mortgage. It gives our clients a simpler, hassle-free way to get a mortgage completely online in minutes. No one else has anything like it. And our people, each one of our 17,000-plus team members throughout Detroit, Cleveland, and Phoenix provides absolute client satisfaction each and every day. So why would you go anywhere else to get your mortgage? Go to America's number one online lender. Call Quicken Loans today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com for the best mortgage experience on earth. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org number 3030. 
Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Hey, Scott Agents here. When you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose H2. So get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you, too, can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch-up. There was great guilt, like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain Balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices, is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives. For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800 800- 877-5500 or go to brainbalance.com. Altitude 950. Got the new app rolled out. Denver's All Sports Station now has an app for your smartphone. Download our Altitude 950 app. I like the app. You gotta get a hold of it because this thing is really cool. This is beautiful. Completely free to download. Now you can listen live. Check out our podcast. Podcasts of the shows. Anything you may have missed. Stream our show. Find podcasts and listen to shows live. And contact all your favorite shows right in one place. You got it in the iTunes iTunes Store, your Android, Google Play, the Altitude 950 app. Get the test and not even want to know. But her doctor understands family is important to Latino culture and points out that a mammogram could save her life so she could care for her family. That wasn't so bad now, was it? Millions of public health professionals face problems like this every day. For the latest research on these new healthcare communications challenges, the book Speaking of Health is free online at nap.edu, a free resource for any health professional looking to better serve the public. Speaking of Health at nap.edu. Are you ready to enjoy this? We've got a barn burner here. We have drama. There's a whole lot going on here. Anything can happen. This is Fox. It's the sports and entertainment that you crave. I I, I still can't get over it. Wow. 24-7, 365 days. Now it's mushroom, and you're adding even more drama to this. We're live, and we're giving you what you need. And for the record, let me just lay it out. This is Fox Sports Radio. It all comes down to this. In the quest to capture the crowd, the final race of the NHRA season, the Auto Club NHRA Finals from Pomona, live Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern on FS1. Bounce, rock, roll the skate, 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 skate
Amsterdam. I've been all around the world, Japan to Amsterdam. Hit them like switches, dipping, hit the switches, witches. One piece, one. Well, I gotta make them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. on the streets, fine, take them. Uh-huh. What's up? Great news. Quick way you could save money, switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Rolling through the weekend that was in college football and the NFL. Twitter reactions. Georgia could beat Alabama, but don't think they will. Is the weakest take ever. Georgia wins, I told you. Alabama wins, I told you. Hedge much? That's from Ted Williams, 2017. Uh, I don't understand what's the point there. You want me to come out and be like, there's 0% chance Alabama's going to lose to Georgia. Or come out and say, there's a 100% chance Alabama, uh, that Georgia's going to beat Alabama, whatever way. Whatever way you want me to come out and be really strong in that game. Uh, they're mirror images of each other. I think that Georgia is not as good as Alabama this year. I think if they played a hundred times, Alabama would win 65 and Georgia would win 35 times. So I think Alabama will win, but it wouldn't stun me if Georgia beat them because Kirby Smart is building a clone of Alabama in Georgia. I mean, if you want me to come out and just give outlandish predictions without any belief at all behind them, I can come on and just say all sorts of crazy things. But I try to tell you what I actually think. Georgia could beat Alabama. I don't think they will, but I think they could. The only other team I see out there that could beat Alabama this year is Clemson. Sorry, is not Clemson. It's somebody who's going to try to replicate what Clemson did last year, which is get into a title game and then have your quarterback play out of his mind like Deshaun Watson did last year against Alabama to beat them. And that's Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has the ability, I think he should win the Heisman Trophy this year, he has the ability to get hot and beat Nick Saban in Alabama. I don't believe anybody else that's going to potentially make the playoff is likely to have a quarterback like him who can do that. I don't think Notre Dame can throw the ball. You're not beating Alabama as a one-dimensional team. Unless that dimension is... Our quarterback is unbelievable, like Deshaun Watson was down the stretch last year. Nobody else has that caliber of quarterback that's going to be in the mix. Trace McSorley actually would have scared me a little bit if I were an Alabama fan, too, because Trace McSorley for Penn State can get hot. Maybe JT Barrett could get hot and play his A game. I just don't, I, I never had any faith in JT Barrett because of what I had seen him do too many times, which was, choke on a big stage. And he did it again. And not just choke on a big stage and lose. Choke on a big stage and get your ass kicked. Like they did against Clemson last year at Ohio State. Like they did against Ohio uh, against Oklahoma to a certain extent. And certainly like they did against Iowa on the road. But yeah, Georgia could beat Alabama. Georgia is building a clone of Alabama. Kirby Smart is mini Nick Saban right now. He's doing the exact same thing that Nick Saban has done at Alabama. Recruited a fabulously high level. Stock your team with running backs that are insanely talented and all going to be NFL guys and go like three or four deep with NFL running backs. Recruit only five-star guys pretty much. And then also have an incredibly fast defense that doesn't give up hardly any big plays or allow any kind of offensive consistency for your opponent. Go look at the Alabama game against LSU and the Georgia game against South Carolina 
they are nearly identical performances. Both teams won 24 to 10. Both teams kind of anaconda style slowly strangled away any chance they could lose. And I think that Georgia is going to go on the road this weekend and beat Auburn. And if they do, then I think Georgia will be 12 and 0 playing 12 and 0 Alabama. And if they played a hundred times, I think Georgia would win 35 and Alabama would win 65. I don't think that Kirby Smart has built a team good enough to beat Alabama yet, but they could because they are a mirror image of Alabama. It's like Alabama playing their not second string, but like their one and a half string. It's like if you took half of Alabama's starters and then half their second string, that's basically what Georgia is right now to Alabama. And so that's why I think Alabama would win, but Georgia could win. Outside of that, I don't see anybody that has the elite-level talent at the quarterback position other than Oklahoma to beat Alabama in the playoff. Let's bring in Isaac Lowenkraw and get an update on what's shaken in the world of sports. Play. we start with Sunday Night Football. Derek Carr of the Raiders threw for precisely 300 yards while Marshawn Lynch found the end zone not once but twice in Miami. Gun run, Marshawn coming left to right. Hops into the end zone! Touchdown! Raiders! Greg Pop of the call on KGMZ as the Raiders beat the Dolphins 27-24, making the six-hour flight back home tolerable. They're scheduled to land in Oakland some 22 minutes from now. Sunday's most exciting single play was this Hail Mary by the Kansas City Chiefs at the end of the first half against the Cowboys. Alex Smith turns left. He'll turn it back right. It's Tyreek Hill. He's at the 30 of the Cowboys, 25, running out of blockers. He's at the 20. Hill's inside the 15 to the 10. Four touchdown! Kansas City! An incredible play! A 57-yard play! And the Cowboys were backed up expecting a Hail Mary. An improbable touchdown with no time left on the first half clock. Mitch Holt, this is the call on Chiefs Radio, but the Cowboys would regroup for a 28-17 victory. They've won three straight. Washington over the Seahawks, 17-14. Kirk Cousins leading the game-winning touchdown drive in the final minute. Meanwhile, Seattle's Blair Walsh missed three first-half field goals, and the Seahawks committed 16 penalties for 138 yards. Adrian Peterson all day by the bay for the Cardinals in San Francisco. 37 carries for 159 yards in Arizona's 20-10 triumph. The Niners are 0-0 and 9. And finally, earlier Sunday, the East Coast turned into Area 51 as the Eagles dropped 51 of the Broncos to improve to 8-1. and The Rams improved to 6-2 and with a 51-17 win over the Giants. The Rams on a three-game winning streak. Those wins at Jacksonville, in London over Arizona, and at the Giants. They'll have gone 35 days between home games. All told, they'll be traveling over 32,000 miles during the regular season, the most in the NFL. Clay, back to you. Rams are the biggest surprise in the NFL so far this season. Sean McVay making himself a lot of money for years to come. We're coming to you live from the Geico Outkick Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. That is one of the maybe best examples of how much difference you can get from one coach to another. Because if Jeff Fisher was still the coach of the Rams, does anybody doubt that the Rams would be a plotting, predictable, boring, 
looking like a 1980s style offense still and that everybody out there would have their knives carving, claiming that Jared Goff wasn't the guy that he needed to be benched. Yet Sean McVay comes in and everything changes overnight for Jared Goff. They are on fire, the Rams are. And remember, they're a touchdown pass on third down that Jared Goff missed away from being 7-1 and one themselves right now. Because they should have or potentially could have easily beaten the Seahawks in that game. They missed uh, Cooper Cup, I believe he did. Like The guy was open on third down. Jared Goff is throwing into the end zone with the Rams, misses him there, and then they throw it away on fourth down, aren't able to score. But if he makes that pass, then right now the Rams are sitting at 7-1, and one, and they have a prohibitive lead in the NFC West over the Seahawks, who probably had the most surprising loss of the weekend with the Redskins coming into town, traveling the entire way across the country, and Kirk Cousins delivers magic down the stretch there to get the win for the Washington Redskins. To me, and we've been hitting on this quite a bit, the story about the NFL is about, so far through halfway point of the season, the young quarterbacks and who has evolved and who has not in years two, three, and four. The big storyline for college football, that's the number one story right now for the NFL to me. The big story to me for college football is this. Who's going to get in the playoff if things don't go according to plan? There's a legitimate case out there that we could have seven teams that feel like they have a really strong argument to be in the playoff and I have no idea how you resolve it. Right now, I think basically everybody would agree the top three are Georgia, Alabama, Notre Dame. And then in the four spot, you either go with Clemson or you go with Oklahoma. Personally, I would go with Oklahoma. But let's say that things go a little bit according to plan in terms of like forecasting what could happen down the stretch. You could end up with a situation where 12-0 and Alabama – beats 12 and 0 Georgia. So Alabama at 13 and 0 would be the overall number 1 seed. I would argue 12 and 1 Georgia probably still would be the number 2 seed because I don't think anybody would have a better resume than Georgia, especially if Notre Dame finishes 11 and 1. If Notre Dame can beat Miami this weekend, if they can then beat Navy and then go on the road and beat Stanford, if they finish 11 and 1, I think they would be still in the playoff. But then you could end up with 12 and 1 Clemson, 12 and 1 Oklahoma, 12 and 1 Washington, and theoretically 13 and 0 uh, Wisconsin. How in the world do you reconcile that when there are potentially seven teams that would have great claims for only four spots? I, I don't know what happens. That's why I've been arguing we need an 18 playoff. We need the five conference champs automatically in and then three wild cards. Solves all those issues. But man, I think potentially we got a really difficult situation coming up down the stretch because you can't put Notre Dame in if they finish 11 and 1 and leave out 12 and 1 Georgia that beat them head to head. There's just no way to justify it. So if 11 and 1 Notre Dame is going to be in, then 12 and 1 Georgia, which beat them head to head, has to be in too. How do you leave out a team with more wins with a more quality loss that beat Notre Dame head-to-head? You can't. So to me, Notre Dame and Georgia are connected. I don't see how one gets in at 11-1 and and the other one gets left out with one loss. To me, they both have to get in. Now, maybe you could bump Notre Dame. Maybe that's the solution. 
you put Georgia down at the three or the four, and then you bump Notre Dame out and say, well, they lost to Georgia. Maybe that's a solution, but 11 and 1 Notre Dame getting left out is not going to make people happy either. Final segment of the show up next. We'll break it down, continue NFL college football weekends that were here on Outkick the Coverage on Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Sports Radio. And we're always leaving you wanting more. That's what the game's all about now. More. Let's talk about it more. More. All right, we'll be back with more of Fat Guys in Sports and more. I want to be more popular. This is Fox Sports Radio. Whether it's a winning touchdown drive or just driving every day for months, both require great performance. So if your check engine light comes on, don't let your car suffer. Head to AutoZone today. The AutoZone Fix Finder tool can check it on the spot for free. It could be something serious or something simple, like a loose gas cap. You'll even get a MyZone health report that can help diagnose the problem. Get to your local AutoZone today and make sure you get in the zone, AutoZone. Let's see here. Fire protection? Check. Uniforms, mats, and restroom products. Check. First aid cabinets and safety products. Check. Great. So it sounds like we're ready to go. Uh, no. When I said check, I meant we still need to check on all those things. Just call Cintas. They can handle all of it. It's what they do. Okay. Call Cintas. Check. I mean, got it. Oh, I'm ready. Learn how Cintas can help you get ready for the workday. Visit Cintas.com. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I'm so happy, I feel like I can fly. Disclaimer, you will not be able to fly by switching to GEICO. This is against the laws of physics and nature. If you find yourself flying, please seek professional and or medical help immediately. In the unlikely event you find yourself flying, you might be a superhero or a pigeon or a superhero named Pidgewoman who was bitten by a radioactive pigeon. If you are indeed Pidgewoman, GEICO retains all licensing publishing rights in the event Pidgewoman the movie becomes a top-grossing Hollywood blockbuster. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I'm Jerry, a driver leader with Schneider. When I started driving, we used paper logs. When Schneider switched to electronic logs in 2010, it was a learning curve for me and for the company. After seven years, Schneider has mastered e-log use. From technology integration to driver training and efficiency, the December mandate is coming. Don't suffer through your company's e-log growing pains. Get ahead of the curve with Schneider. Learn more about e-logs and apply to drive at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results. And you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers changing lives. Hi, it's Drew Goodman. There is one road that will always remain the same. It is familiar, it is comfortable, and its destination is somewhere we never quite left. It's the road home. Make your road home a memorable one this year by starting your holiday season at Shop BMW for the Road Home Sales Event. From the iconic 3 Series starting at $299 a month to the attention-commanding X6, there are more models than ever featuring X-Drive all-wheel drive technology. Shop BMW. One price, one person, one hour. Become a millionaire four nights a week when you play Powerball and Mega Millions from the Colorado Lottery. Jackpots start at 40 million and only go up from there. Plus, tickets are just two bucks per play. It's time to start dreaming bigger than big. 
There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950 is the home of the Nuggets. And every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nuggets star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. Jokic is a guy where it's, it's a huge disadvantage when he's that far out at the three-point. To break down the Nuggets and the NBA. Watching the Nuggets play, the first pass will be a great pass. The next guy is not ready. The Earl Boykins Basketball Hour. Before you get the ball, you should know if you're going to shoot or drive the ball before right. it even comes to you. Right. Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. A World Series champion. This is where you heard the best MLB coverage on your radio. Except for Cowherd. He only talks about football and basketball. But he'll say that he went to a baseball game. Don't believe him. When your MLB season comes to a close, the championship coverage was right here on Fox Sports Radio. College football on Fox. Every game is everything. This Saturday, Michigan State looks to upset Ohio State, followed by the USC Trojans taking on the Colorado Buffaloes. Coverage begins Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Fox. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Final segment, Monday edition. Appreciate you spending your mornings with us here on Outkick the Coverage. We're talking about the good young quarterbacks a lot because I think it's the best story of the first half of the season in the NFL and how you would rank the guys who are in their second, third, and fourth years so far, Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, Jared Goff have all been fantastic. Marcus Mariota, eh, mediocre, but his team is five and two when he's been a starter, five and three overall, and in first place. All four of those guys would be in the playoffs with their teams if the season ended today. Derek Carr just been okay for Derek Carr, and Jameis Winston has been bad. Uh, we've played just several times the Jameis Winston pregame speech. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I need you to go watch that video. You can go find me on Twitter at Clay Travis. Scroll down 
And one of the funniest things about the Jameis Winston pregame speech is how several of his teammates are looking at him like, what in the world are you talking about, dude? Um, and then Winston goes out and provokes a brawl by pointing at somebody on the field after he pulls himself out because he's injured. And I legitimately question whether he's going to finish this season. Obviously, he's got the injury. I think probably the best thing for the Bucks coaching staff would be if Jameis Winston sits out for three or four weeks and they can blame the entire season on the fact that he was injured. We'll see whether or not he continues to play. Uh, in the meantime, I'm not sure that there's that much of a drop-off when you go to Ryan Fitzpatrick. But probably the most entertaining comments from the NFL weekend came from Cam Newton, whose press conferences, you have no idea what's going to happen from one moment to the next. Somehow Cam got to talking about the Titanic. This is what it sounded like. You know, yeah, we just lost a great player, but nevertheless, you know, the 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 Titanic still has to go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't I don't know where the metaphor there fits very well. The Titanic still has to go. Well, you hit the iceberg, Cam. I don't know that you want to analogize the Carolina Panthers to the Titanic, but Cam would uh, would have his team in the playoffs if the season ended today, uh, and uh, that is even better. I want to play this Jameis Winston clip for you guys again because I just can't get over it. I mean, Jameis Winston, to me, has branded himself as a fraud so far this year and what's happened. Remember what happened with the Bucks season? Everybody knows the Giants are a disaster this year. Giants had Super Bowl aspirations. They're one in seven. They're a dumpster fire. I feel like by and large the Bucks dumpster fire has been burning and nobody's been paying attention to it because they're the Bucks. They're two and six now. Remember they were two and one with the Patriots coming to town and they've fallen apart. They've lost five games in a row. And the reason why I think they've fallen apart is Jameis Winston started to come unraveled. And if you wonder what unraveled sounds like, it's this pregame speech. Now you can't see, you need to see it as well. This doesn't play perfectly on the radio. So you need to be able to see the clip. And I'm telling you, go to my Twitter feed at Clay Travis and scroll down a little bit and you can see me retweeting this clip of Jameis Winston addressing his teammates on the field before the game starts, before the game against the Saints. This is Jameis Winston. He's turning his fingers into a W and using them, eating them as if there's something to eat. So he's making his fingers into a W, if that makes sense of this a little bit better. Put Listen to this pregame speech. Listen to this. I want everybody to look at me. I'm going to pass this to coin after I say one thing. Let's go. That's a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. And you look at that, and I just I watched that video. I watched that video of Jameis Winston in the pregame, and I said, all right, you know, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Much of being successful in life is finding people who do what you do in a successful fashion and patterning your life off of theirs. Right? In general. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to do everything the exact same. But if somebody who is in your profession is doing something, like if you are driving into work this morning and you find out that your boss is at work every day at 6 a.m., 
I don't think it would be a bad move for you to also be at work every day at 6 a.m. Now, that's if you want a career. There's a difference between a career and a job. Lots of you have jobs, and if it was your actual career, you might start crying yourself to sleep at night. The difference between a career and a job. A career is something you're trying to build. A job is something that you do. Lots of people have jobs. Like, I have to do this to make money. Okay, that's fine. If you're trying to build a career, you find successful people in your field, and you emulate your life after theirs. Still can have your own unique flavor, your unique spin, but finding somebody who's doing something that is successful and then doing what they do is oftentimes a great way to have a career that is successful yourself. Is there any other successful NFL quarterback who would sound like that talking to his team before a game? Is there any quarterback in the NFL who has ever won a Super Bowl that is making his fingers into a W and eating them to try to get his team fired up before a game? I can't think of any. Maybe I'm wrong. You can tweet me. Is that something that Russell Wilson is doing? Is that something that Aaron Rodgers is doing? Is Tom Brady making his fingers into a W and eating them before the start of the game to get his team fired up? I can't think of anybody who would have ever done that that has been a high-level quarterback in the NFL. And you could say, well, he's just trying to get his finger, his team fired up, eating his fingers and stuff, no big deal. I would say, are you crazy? Everything that you do as the leader of a team has an impact, especially when it's your pregame speech. I don't want my quarterback making his fingers into a W and trying to eat them to get everybody fired up. Quarterback is your general on the field. If other quarterbacks who have won Super Bowls wouldn't do it, Jameis Winston shouldn't do it either. It's a lesson here on Outkick the Coverage. Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Does your supply house give you the tools you need to run your business from the office or from the job sites? Oh, well, I guess it can't all be like Ferguson. Ferguson Ferguson.com gives you access to real-time inventory, apps to quickly restock your trucks, account and billing information, and shipping and delivery status right from your desktop or mobile device. And with product photos and spec sheets and personalized my list that make reorders a snap, we've made it easier than ever to do business with us, whenever and wherever you want. Get started at Ferguson.com. Napa know-how. Ice, snow, rain, and 24-hour holiday music. Winter throws a lot at you. That's why Napa has exact fit wiper blades for $10 off per pair. These durable, long-lasting blades will help you defend against winter's worst. Holiday music not included. So save 10 bucks today with Napa exact fit wiper blades. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer ends 12-31-17. The Ford year-end sales event is here. Now with 0% APR financing for 72 months, plus $1,000 cash back across a full lineup of Ford vehicles. That's Ford, America's best-selling brand. Now with exclusive holiday offers. Get 0% APR financing for 72 months, plus 1,000 Ford credit cash across a full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. 
best selling based on 2016 sales. Not all buyers qualify for four credit financing. 72 months at $1,389 per month for 1,000 finance regardless of down payment on cars and SUVs. 72 months at $1,389 per month for 1,000 finance regardless of down payment on F-150. Not available on Ford GT, Fiesta, Focus RS, Mustang GT 350, 350R, Raptor, or Super Duty. Take new retail delivery from dealer stock on November 30th, 2017. See dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for complete details. Sam's number three. The Reuben Melt. It's new on the menu. Pop as big as a house burrito. Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The variety of the menu. There's all types of food here. Um, I had the Havana skillet. Friendly environment. And I grew up on the food. There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning. Good food. Good people. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Park in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school. It was it was really hard for her. Brooke has an above average IQ, and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for. And you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found Brain Balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain Balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain balance worked for my kids. There is hope for your struggling child. Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlot. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor, attorney at flaw. Make some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi! Yeah! How do you like the new intro? Uh, I loved it. Uh, my my part was a little mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. That's that awesome. is the voice of the Nuggets, uh, Kyle Speller, doing his thing. Thank you, Kyle. I really like that. It's really, I mean, to get that energetic mm-hmm. is hard to do. Called me a notorious shoulder driver. I've done that once, but okay. He listens to the show, apparently. He listens to the show. And we're glad you're watching the show this morning on Periscope via... At altitude 950, at Vic Lombardi. Our guest list is, is ripe. We have some good stuff this morning. And it's more than just Broncos talk, mind you. We're going to visit with Adrian Dater, Thank who was God. all over that, uh, Matt Duchesne trade that occurred mid-game. The last time I remember that happening here in town was when Tulo got traded late in that Chicago Cubs game. Remember that at Wrigley Field? Yep. yep. He got pulled from the game. Mm-hmm. So it happens all the time in other sports. Duchesne traded to the team they're playing in Sweden this weekend, which is crazy. But a lot went down last night as the Avs were skating against the uh, Islanders, and we will get to the bottom of all of that with Matt Duchesne's uh, trade. Adrian Dater joins us later in this hour. We'll also visit with Broncos former Broncos tight end Joel Dreesen on how the team essentially stopped playing football yesterday in Philadelphia. Visit with Joel at 8.30. And voice of the Nuggets, Chris Marlowe at 9.15. I was at Pepsi Center over the weekend. The good Friday night, the bad Saturday night. I guess you're going to get that on a back-to-back. I, I have something I want to add to the agenda. Please. Because we're at the midway point of, of the Broncos' schedule. And, and I have this Word document on my computer. You guys you guys can see it. I don't know that our viewers can quite read yes. it all. Mm-hmm. But you can see it was created on August 29th at 7.20 a.m. Yes. Has not been modified. You can see that in the stats. I will read for you the 10 reasons why the Broncos are going to go 6-10. and 10 And tell me, these are what I, I know you hate to hear it. Is this your I hot take? Literally, no, no. I literally wrote it in August. It's right here in front of you. We'll read them and see how many of them I nailed. Okay. But you're wrong about 6-10. and 10. They may not get to 6. They may not get to 5. Well, the other, and remember when HW laughed at me when I said they may win more games in the preseason than the regular season? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I was, you know, kind of being uh, hyperbolic. Being a little Manchester That might turn out to be true. I mean, there are wow. people out there right now. This team is three and five. Okay. To make the playoffs minimum, minimum, to have a chance, you have to be nine and seven, right? Very yeah. few times can you yeah. win eight and eight. I know they did it before, but that's just not going to nine happen. Nine and seven is a season. Nine and seven is the minimal record. So to go nine and seven. Guys, they're going to have to turn it completely around in the second half of the season. They're going to have to go six and two. They, they don't. That's not going to happen. And, and I mean, it's to the point now. We're eight games in. 
Mark Kizzle's column is Vance Joseph needs to go. I don't know if you guys saw that this morning. I have not read it. Uh, I thought um, Vance looked in over his head yesterday, and it was very apparent. Um, the no challenge on the Emmanuel Sanders catch just to take two timeouts to the locker room with you was yeah. was mind-boggling. And then the challenge at the end of the game, yeah, down 21 with five minutes second angle, right. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Then calling two timeouts in the final two minutes so you can get mm. the ball back and go three and out when you're down 28 or whatever it was at that point. In over his head yeah. is, is is putting it mildly. He looked overmatched. Just completely well, and utterly overmatched. I think it's deeper than that, and I'll save it for my hot take. I think it's more than just Vance Joseph right now. It's systemic. Well, I it, love that word systemic, by it, the way. It's it a is team. systemic. It's not coaching. It's not. It's systemic. It, and where does it go back well, to? I'll tell you. All right. We'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry. We have plenty of time to get to that during our piping hot takes. Um, anybody else get run over by a truck this weekend by chance? Am I the only one in that group? No, I, I was inches away from a car accident on the way into the office today. Okay, so you were close. I was close. You? You at all HW, anybody? No. Jesse, you get hit by a truck by chance? No, but I heard about your story. Marty O, any cars hit you? No, nothing? Okay. Yeah, well, I got hit by a truck. By a truck? Yeah. Like a pickup truck or yeah. like a Mack truck? A pickup truck. Okay. Um, Were you crossing a street? Yeah, yeah, 26th and Wadsworth. Okay. Uh, did they just blow through a red light? Um, you know, it was partially my fault and partially his fault. It was one of those situations where being a cyclist, I could totally understand oh. where drivers, you know, drivers are like, why is he here? What, what's, where did he come from? You run your bike. Yes. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm that, fine. Okay. Um, I, I have an issue with my hip and my shoulder. Ugh. Cause you, you know, you know how a, a football player after a game always feels and says, man, I feel like I, just got into a car accident. Right. That's that's how I feel today. After getting hit by a truck. It was crazy, boys. I get hit. I fly in the air. My bike's broken. I land like a cat on my feet. But I feel like, oh, my God, what just happened? I got hit off my bike. Mm. It's nice that HW asked if you were okay. I mean, mm. I kind of assumed it because well, you're here. here. But yeah. that was nice of you, HW. Mm-hmm. Well, you got hit by a truck. I mean, that's kind of the logical first question. Yeah, right? but if it was like... Hey, I got hit by a truck and it was bad. I mean, talk about being a gamer. Marty O would have taken six months. Oh my off. God, he would have taken. He would have quit work. Yeah. He wouldn't be here until after Christmas if he got hit by a truck. You know, in all honesty, let me say because I've had a couple of people say this to me, and as soon as it happened, and I'm not trying to play the role of martyr or anything like that. This was an older gentleman who was shocked at what happened, and I told him, I said, Hey, dude, it's not. It's as much my fault as yours. You know, you didn't see me. I get it. He took off. He I, he made sure I was fine. He stopped. How many people would have taken advantage of that situation and played it up? I, I thought about that. I thought about that. How many Seven people, out of ten. Seriously. How many yeah. people would have stayed on the ground or would, oh, my God, you know, uh, I need your information. I need your number. Because, you know, we had witnesses and all that. He stopped. How many people in this country, in this lawsuit-laden country that we've become, would have stayed there and milked it for all it had. Milked that poor guy. Because I knew in the heart, in my heart, he made a mistake that all of us make at every light. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. And nowadays, nobody's allowed to just make a mistake. Nothing. Just, hey, things happen. It's always, who am I going to sue? Exactly. And, and I thought about that. I actually thought about that while I was in the air. Wow. You were in the air for a long time. I was mind. in the air for a long time. Did in your fact, life flash before your eyes? Uh not really. Okay. That would have taken a long time in the air. Yeah. So did the cops show up? Did the no. paramedic show up? No, How no, many I, people stopped? I, I, you know, when you're in shock, when you 
you know, because I feel it today. I'm sore all over the left side of my body. But have you ever been into a car accident or something like that? And you're, you're just in that adrenaline mode and you feel fine. Yeah, I felt yeah. fine. I was like, hey man, all good, all good, all good. My bike wasn't good, but I I was good. So you didn't get his info or anything? No, we stayed there for a while. Then a couple of witnesses came over and I talked to the guy, shook hands, and you know, I I just felt fine. I mean, I, I there's nothing else I could do. What am I supposed to do at that point? Good old fashioned handshake and part ways. Yes, and you know, no, you live you live for another day. How'd you get home? Uh, my dad. Came easy, came and got you. The, the point of the matter is, the point of the matter is, you live to see another day, mm -hmm. and you thank the one above, because it could have been a lot worse. Right. But that car accident that I was in, getting hit by a truck, I felt the exact same way watching the Nuggets third quarter against Golden State. They got hit by a truck. I felt the exact same way watching the Broncos and Eagles. They got hit by a truck. That's what it felt like. I had to relive that feeling over and over this weekend. And I know we'll get into the Broncos and the, you know, hey, put it in perspective. Last time you saw anything this bad. But in terms of the Nuggets game against the Warriors, can you recall a time when this, nobody in the starting five scored in double digits and nobody in the starting five played more than 20 minutes? It was weird. It's odd. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I could see, hey, the backcourt didn't have it tonight or foul trouble up front or whatever. But unless I read it wrong... None of the starters were in double no, digits, they and none of the starters played more than 20 minutes. And this the comes, first quarter and the third quarter were awful. The, well, that comes a night after where the starters ran the show. Yeah. The starters were, and you know, again, this is what you call in the NBA, and you could say I'm an idiot for saying that. It's a schedule loss. Yeah. You're taking on Golden State the day after a game where they got to rest and you did not. That's a schedule loss. But That's they a got a, classic dude, they schedule got a bunch loss. of 22-year-old guys. I get it. I get it. You don't want to make I mean, excuses. Wayne Wade, who you know can barely get out of bed the day after a game and he needs time to recover. When you were 22, you could play two games a day. I just I don't buy this. I don't. I think that it's like an it's like an NBA cultural thing where they build in excusable losses. I don't. I don't buy excusable. All right, losses. let me ask you: If you had but you have 82 if, games, if you, if you turned it around. If you turned it around and you had Golden State playing the night before with the Nuggets having it a was game last first. year, and everybody wanted to throw a parade because they came in here after an emotional but that's what win I'm at Oklahoma City, and everybody's like, "Oh, there's Wancho. He's better than Durant." I mean, it was just insanity. But you can't deny the fact that a day's rest helps your team. You can't deny it. I mean, I I agree. Excuses suck, but you can't deny that. Well, um, probably, but we we also hear the other excuse, right? Oh, the Rockies had to sit for nine days and they got rusty. I mean, if you had a great night the night before, I want to keep shooting. I want to play at 11 o'clock that night. Let's keep going. I mean, yeah. you can argue either side of the, the thing. I just don't like okay. the excuse. I don't it, like the it, excuse. In terms of the starters, real quick, Vic, you were there. Was that Michael Malone so mad at their effort to start the third quarter that he basically said none of you are playing the rest of the night? I don't blame him one bit. No, I, I'm just asking for some clarification. That's what They're that down was. by 30. Right. Because that was the impression I got watching it was this is the head coach saying your effort to come out to start the third quarter yeah. was unacceptable, so none of your playing. I don't blame night. him one bit. I don't. I don't blame him at all. If not for Barton, Moutier, and Fareed, the game would have been a blowout in the second quarter, mm -hmm. and those guys brought the Nuggets back into it, and they made a game of it. Actually, gave the Nuggets a lead. But hey, you know what? The bad news is, guess what? Next time they play Golden State, December twenty third. It's on the second game of a back-to-back. -back. They're in Portland the night before. Mm. So the same damn thing's going to happen. And it's at Golden State. So the second... Thank you, schedule maker. Although, Appreciate it. Thank although, you very much for that. If we're going to go with your theory that, hey, you're going to lose this game anyway, you might as well have it be against the team that's going to beat you anyway. 
I agree. Right? Like, I you agree. would hate to have that schedule be Minnesota. No doubt. But, man, that's a game you've got to get. No doubt. No so, doubt. So, great. Have it be a game that well, more likely you could, they could have rested for five days and they're still going to lose that game. All it did is it made Friday night's win all the more important. Yeah. They had to win against Miami. Well, and, and, it was they Paul, did. and it was Paul Millsap looking like a go-to player. And Michael Malone said himself, yeah. that's why we pay him $30 million. So you're right. we got to keep in perspective how big the win was on Friday. If you're new to Altitude 950, and I'm talking to you, the guy who hit me with the truck, welcome. Thank you. Um, appreciate you joining us. Appreciate you hanging out. Uh, love the fact that we talk more than just Broncos on this year radio station. Certainly, uh, we're going to pinpoint the Broncos today because I, I believe the season's over. I don't know where you guys are and nobody wants to hear that. You bring I wrote that up and August 27th. Yeah, I get it. Over. You, 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 you wrote about it three months ago, but after watching what I watched yesterday and, um, I've got reasons. I know that you do too. You've got it written down. Our piping hot takes coming right up on the Vic Lombardi show. Stay right there. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up Monday, the Broncos lose to the Eagles in Philadelphia. Brock Osweiler's performance. Carson Wentz against that Bronco defense. It was all terrible. We'll tell you what happened Monday, Kreckman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. It's never too late to set another goal or to dream a new dream. If you want to complete your bachelor's, gain a master's or certificate, or just take a few courses, UNC Extended Campus has programs designed for the working adult. They offer online degree completion programs, degrees, certificates, and licensures. Take courses online or on campus in Denver, Colorado Springs, Loveland, and Greeley. Set another goal and make a new dream come true with the University of Northern Colorado Extended Campus. Learn more at extended.unco.com. See it all this fall with Cudarelli Vision's best LASIK pricing of the year. Call before November 30th and save $1,000 off LASIK. And we offer 0% financing for 24 months. Say goodbye to the frustrations of glasses and contacts and experience life with the clear vision you deserve. Night vision can be improved. Visual results often exceed 2020, even if you have astigmatism. And Cudarelli Vision offers its exclusive lifetime LASIK assurance plan. Unlike corporate chains, our surgeon is a board-certified Johns Hopkins trained corneal specialist with over 70,000 procedures. Use your flex spending or HSA before the end of the year. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today by calling 303-486-2020. That's 303-486-2020. Or visit CuderelliVision.com. Cuderelli Vision, Colorado's number one choice for LASIK and cataracts. Certain restrictions apply. Individual results may vary. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. 
At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Could see some areas of dense fog on your drive this morning. Numerous accidents already. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Southbound 225, extra slow between Parker Road and Yosemite, where there's a crash clearing at Yosemite off the right side of the highway. Southbound I-25, an accident near the Mead exit. There's one near I-76 and a crash southbound I-25 at Park Avenue West. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today, they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commit Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I think it's it. I think it is hard to deal with sometimes for the guys that, that are here and put their heart and soul into this and, and they want to find a solution. And, and uh, you know, obviously Matt had had his, you know, opinions and reasons for, for whatever happened. But but I think for the guys that are here, uh, we want to try to win and, and we want to change this thing around with this team, and, and that's what we're looking to do. That's Gabriel Landeskog after the game last night. The subject of conversation, of course, was Matt Duchesne. Eric Johnson and Gabriel both mentioning, hey, he didn't want to be here. He did not want to be here. It was pretty obvious and evident that Matt Duchesne did not want to be here. And I'm not trying to rip on Matt Duchesne this morning. Whatever happened, happened. Clearly, that was a divorce waiting to happen, and it took a little longer than expected. Got a lot to catch up on this morning, the Monday after a very busy weekend here in the Mile High City. Let's kick it off with our piping hot takes. I am the greatest. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. I'm not going to hot take the Broncos. I'll reserve that for Manchester over here. The season's over in my estimation. They're 3-5. and five. I get it. Mathematically, they still have a shot. Just watch the games. They, they don't. Okay? They're not going to make the playoffs. Barring some... I don't even know what, what barring. You give me. Barring what? You tell me. Barring what? The Broncos make the playoffs. This isn't the Tebow year where everybody goes 8-8. Eight and eight. That's not going to happen. So we'll get into the Bronco talk a little bit later. Uh, I got something I want to say about the system, the organization, rather than just the players and the coaches. It's the entire organization. I want to focus on Matt Duchesne and what transpired yesterday. And this hit me. This hit me. You know when Matt Duchesne was suddenly tradable? Do you, do you know the moment Matt Duchesne was out as a member of the Avalanche? I do. And we'll talk about it with Adrian Dater later this hour. It was the day they handed Gabriel Landeskog the C on his chest. Because if you think about it, who had more more of a resume? Who had more experience, more time? 
who was the veteran of this team that really deserved and wanted the seat? I'm not saying deserved as in he deserves it as a team. He felt he deserved it. That was Matt Duchesne. When he got passed over for the C, that tells you all you need to know about how he's seen in the locker room. How he's received by his teammates. He's not the captain of the team, and yet he's supposed to be the best player on the team. How many times has that happened? If it happens, there's something wrong. I said the same thing when Von Miller wasn't the captain of the Denver Broncos until this year. How is he not the captain on this team if he's the best player? Normally, that doesn't go hand in hand. So when Matt Duchesne played year after year without the C on his chest, it was only a matter of time. And the fact that the Avs were able to get through the first month of this season, with that going on in the background, wow. More power to them. A winning record with all that going on in the background, wow. Credit where credit is due. Everybody wanted Joe Sackick to pull the trigger. Get get this over with. It's going to be a distraction. It's going to cause all kinds of havoc. And it probably did. But guess what? He got a haul from Matt Duchesne. Just by numbers alone, it's the biggest haul this team has ever gotten since, well, pre-Avs, when Peter Forsberg was involved in trades. This was the biggest trade since Patrick Waugh became a member of the Avalanche. They got a haul. Three young players to go along with three young draft picks. That's a lot in return for one player. So credit to Joe Sackick for holding to his guns, sticking by his guns and saying, I'm going to wait until the right deal is here. He got the right deal. He made it happen. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. We'll let Manchester go full Manchester on the Broncos. I'm going to stick on the abs as well. And a weird conversation emerged last night after Matthew Shane got traded. And that conversation was, man, I don't know. How can you trade an all-time abs great regardless of chemistry in the locker room? Who the hell thinks Matthew Shane is an all-time abs great? Peter Forsberg is an all-time Avs great. Joe Sackick is an all-time Avs great. Patrick Waugh is an all-time Avs great. You could maybe put Adam Foote and Milan Hayduk in that conversation. Maybe Alex Tange too, especially for what he did in 2001 in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals. But hold on on calling Matt Duchesne an Avs great. Matt Duchesne played in eight playoff games in eight years. You know what Matt Duchesne is? He's a guy who put up some numbers during some down years. Okay, But to call him an Avs great is silly. And Matt Duchesne didn't want to be here. He wanted out the door. So this weird sentimental, oh, I'm going to miss Matt Duchesne last night. He's an Avs great on Twitter was bizarre to me. I ain't going to miss the guy, and he wasn't an Avs great. Hold on a second. Just to put this in perspective, because I don't want to crap all over Matt Duchesne this morning. He is fourth all time on the Avs scoring list. Again, he put that. some numbers up in some down years. That's an insult yeah. to Joe Sackick and Peter Forsberg only, and Patrick Waugh to call him an Avs great. Only Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg, and Milan Hayduk scored more goals than an Avalanche sweater. You realize that? He's I, I understand the numbers. Okay, I just Wait, I want, we want to talk about the success. But I just want to make sure that we're not here saying that the guy was useless because he was a very, very good player. I never so. said he was useless. I said he put up some numbers in some down years. Did, did Matt Duchesne just make your list? He might be on the list. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Why am I not surprised? I'm not surprised at all. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Oh my God! I don't know where to begin, honestly, with uh, with yesterday's debacle in Philadelphia. It was brutal in every phase of the game. But I, I, think I fell asleep. 
You know what? I went and played pool with my 11-year-old. I'm I, not joking. That's the first time, honest to God, anybody else listening in Denver, Colorado this morning, I fell asleep midway through the fourth quarter. Did anybody else fall asleep? It was the longest three hours I can remember. Actually, you know what it reminds me of? I was at a game in 2010. We took a family trip down to Arizona to watch the Broncos play the Cardinals. I've talked about it before, the Jay Feely game, where Jay Feely, the kicker for the Cardinals, single-handedly outscored the, the Broncos team. And it was a blowout at halftime, and I think Studisville might have been coaching the team by then. And he refused to put in Tebow at halftime, and we just went back to the hotel and went to the pool. That's the last time I felt that way watching a Bronco game. It was a mess. But... The thing to me that jumped out, and, and Mark Kisler does a nice job in his column today talking that, hey, Vance Joseph doesn't need to be on the hot seat. He needs to get the pink slip. The problem, and, and you see it with really good teams, they're good at these things, situational football, the Patriots are the best at it. It's the little things. It's the details. And you know what? We should have seen this coming. Because to me yesterday, the penalties, especially in the first half, are a sign of a poorly coached Team. And everybody got caught up in the 4-0 and preseason. Ten penalties against Chicago, 11 penalties against San Francisco, 11 penalties against Green Bay, and then only six in the Arizona game where it was all the scrubs. Worthless game. The three games that mattered, 10, 11, and 11. A sloppy football team. A team that brings the ball out from five yards deep in the end zone on kickoffs, gets to the 19, and every time gets a penalty and has to go back to the eight. You can't start drives from the eight-yard line when you're a defense-first team. It's just little things over and over and over again that are a sign of a poorly coached team. There are a lot of problems with with the Broncos at the moment. That game yesterday was like watching a really good college team against a Tier 2 college team because the speed level was crazy. It was like watching Super Bowl 48 where the Seahawks looked like they were so much faster than the Broncos. The Eagles were so much faster than Denver. Denver looked like they were running in mud. That's a roster problem. It's it's a mess across the board, but yesterday they were a poorly coached team. Not only is Vance Joseph bad in-game situations, not only does he seem like he doesn't know what he's doing, this team is undisciplined. They're a mess. And that didn't start last week with a quarterback change. That didn't start when the four-game losing streak happened. That didn't start when he said, well, I guess I'll throw my program up in the up in the air and we're going to start doing more walkthroughs than meetings. That's the kind of stuff that started during OTAs. A leader of men, as we were sold on Vance Joseph, has guys taking care of the details, taking care of the little things. This team doesn't. They're poorly coached in all three days. Remember when you say, though, poorly coached. It's not just one coach. Poorly coached oh, across dude, the board. Brock Olivo, and again, I know you guys hate me saying told you so, but I came in after the Bronco preseason game. I like Ron Zapolo, and he does a great job, and he comes on here and fills in. But he made a comment during one of the preseason games about how much we love, love Brock Olivo's schemes. Do you know what Isaiah McKenzie return, his average punt return was in the preseason? Tell me. Two yards. Mm. Two. Why did everybody get caught up in this? Why? Because the Dove Valley minions go down there and give him the Dove Valley laugh, and he's funny, and if we had 22 Janos, we'd be great, and all that kind of stuff. You need to start paying attention to the details. They're poorly coached, Vic, in all three phases. All three phases. By the way, the Rams are pretty good with Wade Phillips. Wow. Jared Goff's pretty good. You know what? Because they played him last year. He's pretty good. They they went through the, the, the bad times. Don't compare Jared Goff to Paxton Lynch. 
Well, what was the? What we're going to find out. No, no, no. We're going to find out. A year ago, right now. We're going to find out. A year ago, right mm-hmm. now. What would everybody say about Jared Goff? He's dumb. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. The exact same thing we hear about Paxton Lynch. The difference and we are is, fixing to find out. The difference is Jared Goff managed to find his way into that he starting did. position. He did. No matter what happened, no matter how but dumb he was painted, you know what he else found changed? his way into that spot. You know spot. what else changed? Is head coaches? The, yes. Yeah, Jeff they, Fisher. They is, changed head coaches twice here. Jeff Fisher with the same quarterback. Yeah, but they're, they, they're bringing in guys that Mike McCoy and and Gary Kubiak. I'm sorry, yeah. are not Sean McVay in terms I'm of how do you coach you, in 2017 in the there, NFL? There have been two. They're not. There have been two coaching staffs who have deemed that quarterback right, well, situation. One of those coaching staffs couldn't even get good numbers out of Peyton Manning, yeah. right? So I, maybe it ain't the quarterback. Maybe it's the crappy coaches what, that Cordelaine John keeps hiring. What maybe if I that's told it. you this? What if I told you this? And tell me if I'm wrong. You could have taken Carson Wentz, put him under center for the Broncos, and Brock Osweiler under center for the Eagles. Eagles still would have won that game. Probably. Probably. Because not their even coaching pro- it is awful. correct. Because their coaching is awful. That's my, that's my hot take today. They're poorly coached in all three phases, but it starts with the head coach. And you know what? When I read off my ten reasons why they're going to go six and ten, at least three right. of them are based on coaches. And there was one guy in town who didn't say, "What a dream team! Look at this dream team they're putting together." By the way, my streak of not yelling on this show—it's over. Over. Uh, when over. we come back, a lot of people on the text line hammering HW for his Duchesne take, and rightfully so. Only one of us got hit by a truck this weekend. You're listening to the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Back after this. has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. Altitude 950. Altitude 950 app. Denver's all-sports station now has an app for your smartphone. Get on it. It's free to download. Listen to all the podcasts and listen to shows live. Just look up Altitude 950. There's this thing called an app store, and then you get stuff from it, right? You go and you do your... Are you about to explain to the people how to download an app? Okay, look, we've got an awesome new Altitude 950 app available for download. We'll just let you take it from there. It's never too late to set another goal or to dream a new dream. If you want to complete your bachelor's, gain a master's or certificate, or just take a few courses, UNC Extended Campus has programs designed for the working adult. They offer online degree completion programs, degrees, certificates, and licensures. Take courses online or on campus in Denver, Colorado Springs, Loveland, and Greeley. Set another goal and make a new dream come true with the University of Northern Colorado Extended Campus. Learn more at extended.unco.com. There's probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock. Champions of the People at championsofthepeople.com. Buying a home for the first time is exciting, but where do you begin and what kind of assistance is out there? This is James Merrillat from the Vic Lombardi Show. And speaking from experience, I can tell you that it's all about planning and research. Two things I know a little something about. A home purchase is a big investment. So taking the time to review your options for down payment support and the lowest interest rates is extremely necessary. Talk to the salary-based mortgage experts at American Financing so you can feel confident that you'll receive the right loan program and the most professional guidance in the Mile High City. I love that straightforward, honest approach to planning and research. 
They've already helped thousands of Coloradans, and it's their promise to continue providing the same affordable and fast service to the next thousand, including you. Give them a call at 303-695-7000 or check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. It's American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, Scott Ace here. Can't find the energy for your next workout. When I'm looking to boost that energy and endurance, I drink H2. That's H-T-W-O. It's hydrogen water. Not only does it hydrate your body, but H2, hydrogen water, delivers the power of molecular hydrogen into your body. It's energy at the cellular level to give you that boost. Getting you the energy you need without the sugars and additives that ruin your health. Get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Supers. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive, and best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need, hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful any time I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Southbound I-25 is slowing as you make your approach to the meat exit with a crash there. It's slow through downtown as well. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. With heavy traffic, you're seeing slower traffic on southbound I-25 between the Washington Street Bridge and Hamden. Northbound I-25 is especially slow between Santa Fe and Colfax. A job that fits your life, Amazon is hiring for flexible or predictable schedules with competitive pay. Apply at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. It starts with me. You know, I'm, I'm the head coach here. It starts with me. I've got to fix this. Um, we had a great week of practice in all three phases. We had a great plan. So, obviously, I missed something this week. But it always starts with me, the head coach. Well, he's falling on the sword, and it's uh, you know nice of Vance, I guess, to take that on. But this is bigger than Vance Joseph, and I'll tell you why. We'll get into full detail. What you saw yesterday and what you're seeing unfolding this season, in my opinion, is bigger than just the head coach. And I know it all stops. The buck stops with the head coach. I get that. But I got a lot of reasons to tell you why this is systemic 
to the Broncos organization, what you are watching, what you have seen unfold this season. It's not just the coach. Yeah, but to me, the biggest bugaboo with this team is the silly mistake. Yes, 14 penalties, 14 first downs. If, if you get as many penalties as first downs, you're not going to win. Exactly. And those are little mistakes. Continually bringing the ball out of the end zone on kickoffs are those are totally correctable mistakes. But some of them yesterday, they had they had 14 penalties. At least three got declined. Mm-hmm. They had to call a timeout late in the game to avoid too many men on the field. I mean, just things like, man, how do we not know who's on our punt team? I mean, that is basic. Coaching 101, and yeah. I, I go back to the start of the McDaniels era because I think that's what we need to compare this to. Because yesterday's game was either like the game in Arizona or it was, it was like the Raider game here, if you remember, where they got just boat raced by uh, Darren McFadden and the Raiders. I knew Josh McDaniels was in trouble when they spent their first scrimmage at Sports Authority Field figuring out how the headsets worked. And it was like the story, like oh, we're gonna do this like a dress yeah. rehearsal. We're gonna, um, we're gonna, you know, make sure we know how everything works. I'm like, my God, if you're yeah. if you're worried about that, uh, you're, you're in over well, your head. I ask you, why do some rookie head coaches? Because everybody's gonna say, well, he comes in with no experience. You can't hire a guy without experience, which isn't true because McVay's doing it, doing a great job in the Rams. I mean, there, there have been coach after coach that have come into these. Uh, I mean, Pittsburgh coach. His Mike, first, Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's first year in Pittsburgh shined. I mean, so I don't want to hear that the coach has to have vast experience. That's a misnomer. Okay, but but and we could go back and look, but find where Mike Tomlin coached. I know he coached under Tony Dungy, mm-hmm. right? Look at the organizations that Vance Joseph coached in: Houston, mess, Cincinnati, mess. total mess, Miami, mess at the time, not really yeah. respected. Okay, yeah. now look, compare that to Mike Shanahan when he got hired here to be the head coach. Yeah, right. He had worked under Dan Reeves. Say what you will about Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves ran a good program. He was overly conservative. He was organized. Especially for having he, John Elway. He was organized. But he knew what he was doing, and by yeah. God, they were going to do it. Then he goes to the Raiders, and he finds out, this is what I don't want. Who was the Raiders head coach when he was there? It wasn't Flores. That was post-Flores. Well, because he went there to be the head coach. Yeah, but when he served, didn't he? No, no, he was an assistant in San Francisco. Correct. Under Walsh, so, correct? Or was it under Walsh's? Seifer. Okay. So he found out. What he didn't want, which is a little bit like dating a loon, right? I think everybody mm-hmm. needs to date a loon so you realize what you don't want. Okay. Then he comes what back if you here. Marry that loon. <laughs> then he comes back here, gets more Broncos, and then he goes to San Francisco. And he saw this is how I want to run an organization because a lot of what they did, guys get their own rooms on the uh, um, on the road, treating everybody first class, sure. all that kind of stuff. They modeled themselves after the Niners, which was the Eddie DeBartolo, Bill Walsh, George Seifert Niners. It was that same program. That was his basis to run this team. What was the basis Vance Joseph had? Mm -hmm. The Texans? The Bengals are notoriously one of the worst franchises in all of football, in all of sports, and the Dolphins are a train wreck. They had a coach Mm -hmm. snorting cocaine before meetings. I mean, that's the definition of a train wreck. So it wasn't so much that he was young. It wasn't so much that he was inexperienced in terms of only one year as a coordinator. you got to look at what are they bringing to the table here in terms of background and whose program are they modeling? What are we running here? We run into Marvin Lewis program? No, and you can't hire a guy based on pregame pep talks. No, exactly. Here's the problem. Here's the root of the problem. You might want to write this down. Are these these systemic problems yes. you keep teasing? Because might, I'm curious to hear what they are. Okay, you might want to write All this right. down because I've been accused of a lot of things on this show. 
But many times when we get into our arguments, our, our major source of arguments is I always have defended Elway's moves, and you've always been above board. You, hey, Elway deserves as much blame as anybody. And I, listen, I'm all about placing blame where it's well-deserved. Up until now, I've always felt give him a chance because he already won a Super Bowl. He's already proven he can handle a team. But this has Elway's fingerprints all over it. No doubt. Let me tell you where. No doubt. Who handpicked this coach? John Elway. Who handpicked this offensive coordinator? John Elway. Who handpicked this defensive coordinator? John Elway. Who handpicked the players? John Elway. How do you blame the coach? Well, I mean, look, you, you, you can't just always blame it on the guy buying the groceries. But here's here's the problem. Oh, wait, wait, hold on a no, second. No, no, been... because, because what happens is, oh, well, let's just bring Mike McCoy in. He's a genius. This is where coaches in front office, they, they make the mistake of thinking that the system, that their brains, that the strategy is more important than the players themselves. I would and that agree is with that. never, ever, ever, ever the case. Ever. What You, you dream up some great play. Oh, man, this is going to work. Watch this. The players win games. No doubt. No doubt. Players win games. But it's a, it's Not a, your plays. It's no. a twofold problem. I though. get it. I get it. You saw the creativity on the Philadelphia side of things, yes. right? Did you see some of those plays? Yes. But you're a lot more apt to be creative when you have players that can execute. I get it. It was my hot take last week or whatever, though, when I said, well, who should he pattern the, the offense for? Simeon doesn't have any special talents. I mean, you guys, I know you like C.J. personally, but C.J. Anderson is terrible. He's so bad. The Eagles have four running backs yesterday that are better than C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson is just a plotter. He can't. He can't make anybody Hold on miss. A second. And, and so, again, here I go again. In C.J.'s defense, twice, twice in the second quarter, he was tackled as soon as I the ball was it. given to him. I get it. You tell me. Outside of Barry Sanders. Who's going to run the ball there? I get it. But if you want to use the Bill Parcells analogy with buying groceries, John Elway's buying the groceries. So John Elway bought some bad groceries, and then he hired a bad chef to make a meal out of it. And you know what you end up getting? Tomaine poisoning. That's when you end up getting. All right, so we need to talk about where they go with Vance Joseph because you said it yourself. Mark Kisler wrote a column this morning that, that basically, it, it, and I haven't read it yet, but basically said he should be given a pink slip. Does Mark Kisler think Vance Joseph should be fired? I don't well, want to put words in the guy's you know mouth. What? First of all, I don't think it's going to happen because he was handpicked by the guy making the decisions. And if they fire Vance Joseph now or at the end of the season, that falls again on John Elway's feet. And I would agree with that. But are we to the point where it's not an irrational conversation to ask if Vance Joseph will be one and done? It's, Nothing's it's irrational. Not. Nothing. Everything's on the table. In my opinion, here's what you do. All right. Listen closely, Bronco fans. And I, I know a lot of people will disagree with me. You don't tank for the sake of tanking. You don't go out and try to lose. You don't tell an NFL player, hey, can you take it easy on this play? That'll never happen. It'll never fly. It goes against everything you believe in as a competitor. That's not going to happen. But what you do do at three and five with the season falling apart with no chance, here's what you do. You experiment like a mother. You do whatever you can to give other people in the organization a shot at a position. Maybe... McCoy moves out at offensive coordinator. Have have the other guy. Who's the other OC that had Musgrave? Maybe Musgrave calls the plays this week. You experiment as much as you can. If Paxton Lynch is ready to play, he's the starter this week. You don't wait anymore. No, there's you don't no wait any longer. There's no reason to wait. You start him every game. You see what you got, as you've always said. You see, but you do that across the board. There's other ways to tank, and I raise my hands with quotations here. I'm not saying you tell your players and coaches don't play hard. You play as hard as you can, 
because the career is short and you're on tape. But you make room now. You do some things that you normally would not do because you're so damn conservative. By the way, Kiz does think the Broncos need to fire Vance Joseph. I'm reading the well, article now. What's that going to solve? I don't know, but that's we're eight games into his tenure. And we're talking the, about I, that. That's crazy, yeah, Vic. Again, remember, there's one person who picked every major coach on this team. Well, he just signed a five-year contract. He's not going anywhere. He ain't going anywhere. And I, I don't know. I know Vance Joseph signed a four-year deal. I don't know the monetary figures, but my guess is, based on his experience, that it's the kind of deal if they have to eat it for three years, they can do it. You they can get out of it pretty easy. easy. By the way, you know what that would be? In my, and that would scream scapegoat in my brain. That no would doubt. scream scapegoat. Mm, but we always hear about how this is a Super Bowl defense, Super Bowl cal- caliber team. Well, they didn't look like a Super Bowl defense yesterday, so what happened? And say what you will about Brock. He did stake them to a lead, albeit 3 <laughs> nothing. The defense was awful from the get-go. Yes. Right? The defense finally, you know what happened to that defense, game after game. But in the first drive, they had a glimmer of reason to be optimistic. And they hey, fell Brock apart. Got him. Yeah. That's the first lead they've had since the Raiders. And they game. fell apart. Ron, did you guys hear what Rodney Harrison said on Sunday Night Football last night? No, no what's I'll that? tell you next. No, you're not, because we're talking to Adrian Data next. We are talking to Adrian Yeah, Dater. so what you say is that He said next, the Broncos quit, next. and when you don't respect your head coach, you quit. That's Whoa. what Rodney Harrison said on Sunday Night Football last night. Wow, the Akeem show ding. should be fun tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What the hell am I going to ask Akeem? Love to get your thoughts, folks. You can call us, 303-753-0950. Top of the hour, we'll get back into Broncos, or you can text us, 30933. What's your next move if you're a Bronco fan? Honestly, what is the next thing you do? The uh, Avs did something last night in the middle of a game. Their biggest trade in years. I think it's I think it's their second or third biggest trade in franchise history. We'll talk to somebody who was all over it from the get-go. Adrian Dater, next. Altitude 950 is the home of the Nuggets. And every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nuggets star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. The NBA usually takes everyone three to four weeks to know exactly what you're doing. And that's when you see, okay, what time of team are To break down the Nuggets and the NBA. Who is going to be the go-to guy? They're going to have to go through Millsap and Murray. The Earl Boykins Basketball Hour. Okay, do you binge watch TV shows? Oh, man, I love the Golden Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, if you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix a problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to bergsimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. 
This is Holly Kammer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. At Morningstar Assisted Living and Memory Care of Wheat Ridge, simple little things make all the difference. For we know that in the details, senior living becomes senior loving. Our beautiful home in Wheat Ridge celebrates wellness for today's senior, a resort-style community offering suites for assisted living and memory care. Call today for your tour. Morningstar of Wheat Ridge, casting a new light in senior living. Call 720-250-9405. 720-250-9405. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi. And at the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Slow and go traffic on northbound I-25 between Castle Pines Parkway and C-470. Traffic is brought to you by Champion Windows. Stop and go traffic northbound I-25 Santa Fe through to Colfax. Watch for an accident clearing eastbound Evans at Sheridan. This fall, you can save on it all during Champion's fall season super sale. Get 30% off new Champion Windows. Schedule today at GetChampion.com. That's GetChampion.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, I'm relieved it's over for sure. That was a long year, uh, long few, couple of years. Things were, I mean, there was rumors about this in 2015 in the fall. So, I mean, I'm relieved it's it's uh, over, but I'm very thankful that I'm, I'm very thankful for my new destination. I'm very thankful to have been an out. So. That's uh, Matt Duchesne as he's leaving the Barclays Center last night, leaving Brooklyn as the Islanders and Avs are going at it. In the middle of the game, he gets traded, finds out about the trade, goes to the showers, stuck in an elevator shaft with the likes of 
our following guest, Adrian Dater of BSN Denver. AD, how you doing, my man? Hey, Vic, how are you, buddy? I'm great. Hey, you've been all over this story from the get-go. You had notions of Duchesne being on the trade block for a couple years now. It finally happened yesterday. When did you know? When were you alerted that the trade went down? Uh, not too long after he left the ice. Uh, we definitely saw it. Took a, took a minute or so to realize that, yeah, he's, he's not coming back. That wasn't just an equipment issue or anything. Uh, I made a quick text to someone that I uh, thought could tell me what was going on, and shortly after, yeah, the deal, the deal was told to confirm to me. So I, you got to tweet that stuff out now. You can't yeah. really hold it. So I tweeted out, and uh, then I had to wait for some of the names to come back. That was a little bit of the frustrating part for me last night. I couldn't get to all the names right away, but uh, – yeah, right after that, right after he left the ice, uh, you know, it, uh, I'd say about 15 minutes after he actually did that, I was standing down by the Avalanche locker room looking at Duchesne's bag on a, uh, on a, like a wheelie cart. And, wow. uh, not too long after that, we were standing in an elevator taking video of him as he left. So, uh, definitely one of the stranger nights I've had in my, uh, my hockey covering career. All right, uh, big picture, before we get into what Duchesne said, what his former teammates had to say and all that business, let's talk about what the uh, Avs got in return. Those of us who don't follow hockey on a daily basis, unfamiliar with a lot of these names. Now, I know Gerard is the yeah. big one. That's the one, the, the guy, that the defenseman that the, the Avs really wanted. Uh, some other dude named Vladislav Kamenev, and then Andrew Hammond to go along with three other draft picks. So, given the haul the Avs got in return, how good a trade was this for Joe Sackett? Well, and, and Vicky, there's even one more guy. He missed a Russian prospect for a second-round pick, I think, from last year. Uh, so seven total players wow. they have potentially are going to get if they go ahead with their draft picks. Seven guys. I mean, not even Wayne Gretzky brought that bag of return. Um, that, that said, the only guy we really know much about at all is the uh, the kid Gerard. 19 years old, played uh, five games this year with Nashville, had a goal and two assists. He was only a second-round pick, 47th overall, so he's not like a, you know, blue-chip guy who just, you know, always been a stud, but uh, he's gotten a lot more acclaim in the last year, and uh, he's a little small, but he's he's one of those puck-mover guys. I would say he's a little bit faster version of maybe a D.U. Will Butcher kind of guy. Yeah. You know, he can put up the points, he can move the puck. Um, yeah, they already have a guy like that in Tyson Berry, but uh, I think the NHL is getting a little, a little more fast again, a little more uh, where puck mover guys like that are coming a little bit back in the vogue. So uh, they like him. He's going to jump right into their top six, and he's going to start playing this weekend in Sweden against Matt Duchesne <laughs> in the Avalanche. That's which is crazy. Another bizarre yeah. twist of the story, isn't it? Well, really quickly back to Gerard, A.D., because I, I thought the organization was moving away from the smaller, faster D-man. I thought that they wanted to go big at that position. Yeah, I know. Well, they've got some big – they did get some big guys. I mean, they've, they've got, they've, they acquired guys like Maranov, who's big. Zadarov was big. Um, you know, Eric Johnson's big. So, um, yeah, you know, that's going to be a question mark here, like, you know, did the Avs just get a guy they already have, you know? Mm-hmm. And that'll lead to other, some other questions. You know, Tyson Berry, the guy for the future. Don't forget, the Avs also had first-round pick this past year was uh, Kale McCarr, who was a, a puck-moving defenseman, yeah. offensive defenseman. Wow. So, so they're, uh, 
they do have another big D-man that they drafted in 31st overall. It's uh, Kyle, uh, I'm sorry, Connor Timmons. He's going to be good. You know, they have they have defense. I wouldn't worry too much about size or whatever here. Um, it's, it's about talent, it's about scoring here, and, and good talent overall. Uh, hockey people that I trust say that Gerard is a real, real going to be a real good player. Um, these uh, and you know they get a first round pick out of this. They get a second round pick and a third round pick. And next year's draft is supposed to be a pretty good draft. So you know that's to me I think the overlooked part of this deal too is that we don't know what kind of players are still coming here. And yeah, you, you can always find a really good player in the first round. So uh, might take a while for this deal to be declared a victory for the Avs, but I uh, I think they have a good shot at it. This almost reminds me of the Dallas Cowboys trading Herschel Walker. For like the entire draft, for Christ, you know they got so much in return. Now we'll never be able to evaluate this until three, four years down the line. I get that, but l- let me ask you this: You've been around the Avs a long time. You've seen a lot of different deals. Outside of the Patrick Waugh trade, is there another trade that is of this magnitude, this size, this volume that even compares? Well, I would say the Ray Bork deal was was up there. I mean, he, he's a lot older, of course, but the, that was that was a huge. Shock of a trade. Rob Blake coming over here from LA. That was not a big one. Um, Claude Lemieux from the Devils. But uh, as far as sheer size, yeah, no, not nothing really comes close to, to that. You have to go back to the Peter Forsberg deal in the 1990s and their Quebec Nordiques to to, uh, to 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 lift a trade that had as many bodies as part of it. I mean, a lot of a lot of people around the league, a lot of experts, pundits, Craig Button, you know, uh, Elliot Friedman, guys like that who cover the leagues, are saying, you know, wow, Sackett really, you know, held out and got a quite a haul. They're shocked at how many body pieces he got, and uh, we don't know yet about them all. They might, you know, none of them may be a great player. Who knows? But uh, to get seven players for a Matt Shane, a guy who's going to be a UFA after next That's year amazing. who didn't want to be here yeah. and That's wasn't amazing. even playing that well yep. <laughs> the whole last year, yeah. pretty amazing that they got this much for him. And there's there's certainly a lot of screaming at Sackick over the past year. Hey, come on, let's get something now. Let's let's get one. People were screaming about him wanting three players. Like, wow, that'll never happen. Well, he got seven. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> pay Patience is a virtue. I want to ask you, A.D., and by the way, great write-up in BSN Denver. If you, if you haven't read it yet, uh, Adrian Dater walks you through the entire history of the Matt Duchesne trade. He was not well-received in that room. I mean, Eric Johnson told you. I will quote from your story. He didn't want to be a Colorado Avalanche anymore. The fact he didn't want to be a player here. I think guys in the room were kind of waiting for it to happen. He didn't want to be here. He's not the only guy who said that. Landis Gog said the same thing. How much friction yeah. was going on there behind the scenes? Well, I mean, it wasn't like it was an open hatred war here, but it was it was bad. I mean, it was it was uncomfortable for everybody, and they nobody really ever felt comfortable around Matt Machine. Any reporters, players, almost anybody. Uh, it was like you know, it was the marriage where their people were still living in the same house together. The divorce hasn't gone through yet, and they're just staying together for the for the house sale to happen or something. It was just very awkward. It was not good a situation for the team because nobody could really stand up and go, you know, hey, we're all in this together, right? And every everybody only had to look it over at Duchesne Stall to, to know, no, nah, not really. I kind of want to be out of here. Hmm. I'm not. I know I'm not going to be here. Um, there's a there's a a thing that I had learned late last night that I couldn't get in the story yet, and I'm on getting on a plane soon. But 
Matthew Shane actually had a plane waiting for him in Philadelphia to take him to Ottawa. Wow. And they thought that deal was going to happen that night. And when that kind of explains a lot of as to why Deshane was just so miserable looking, I thought, after the game. They, they beat the Flyers. He played probably his best game of the year. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, Matt, good game, good goal. And stuff. He was just not having any of that. He didn't huh. want to talk at all. He was sour looking, staring straight ahead, wouldn't talk to any teammates, just sitting there by himself. Last one, and, uh, Andy. I, I got it. We're, yeah. we're up against the break. Let me ask you this. It's so weird that he's playing for Ottawa, still making the trip to Sweden against the Avs. Will we see, will we see some fireworks here? Is this is this going to happen? Are they going to go? Uh, you know, he's not a fighter, and I doubt that you know the Avs are going to jeopardize anybody uh, with a cheap shot or a suspension. But would I be shocked if there's good hard hit from Eric Johnson on Matt Duchesne? No, I wouldn't be shocked. Or Gabe Landeskog. Or maybe even a Nathan McKinnon, or maybe a uh, you know a guy like um, uh, well, I was gonna say maybe another D-man, but just somebody who I mean, listen, this guy, this guy had a reputation of being on his own island at times, and it wore everybody down here. Um, it's two years basically he was a miserable guy here, and and uh, you know I can tell you one thing, that Avalanche room, even though they lost last night. It was a lot happier room, and I think it's it's going to pay off in, in a way that they're going to just finally start to maybe some of those younger guys are finally going to lead better. Landis, Doc, Johnson, Barry, they're going to finally be able to control the room and go forward, and they don't have this, this albatross hanging over their heads. A.D., you were all over the story from the get-go. Thank you for the thank information, you, my man. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, man. All right, take Talk care. That's later. Adrian Dater, longtime Avs writer, now with BSN Denver. He was on it. He gave us some details. That's interesting. Duchesne had a plane waiting for him after the Philly game. The deal did not get done, so he had to wait a day later to get out of Dodge. And here we go now. This weekend, he'll face his former team in Sweden. You can't make this stuff up. Top of the hour. We're back in a minute here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tomorrow, the Nuggets homestand continues as they take on the Nets at Pepsi Center. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 6.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Hey, man, I know there's hockey codes and all that business. I get it. We've discussed this for a long time. It would not surprise me the least. And I get it. Duchesne's not a fighter. Joe Sackett wasn't a fighter either. He got in it with Gilmore, if you recall. It would not surprise me at all if Matt Duchesne doesn't go with somebody on that Avs roster against Ottawa in Sweden. Well, somebody. You, you heard Dater saying after the Philly game, when he had the plane ready to go to Ottawa, that he was staring ahead, he wouldn't talk to anyone. We heard Landis Goggin, EJ, last night. I'll just say it, what everyone's thinking it. Yeah. I don't think Matt Duchesne was well-liked in that locker room. I just don't think he was. Hey, Avs fans, help me out. Who's the guy, though? It can't be Landy. Landy's, a, you know, Landy fights. He's done it before. He fights all the time. I'd love to see Landy fight Duchesne. No, 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 no. It's just not, that's not a fair fight. You can't, that, that, that goes against all hockey code. You can't have a guy who's used to fighting fight a guy who never fights. It's gotta be someone like McKinnon. 
It's got to be. I know McKinnon's gotten in a couple scraps himself, but it's got to be primarily an offensive-oriented, hey, I'm here to play hockey guy, who occasionally, once-in-a-lifetime scraps. That's who it's got to be. Give me your other suggestions, Avs fans. Who would it be if Duchesne threw the gloves? Who's he fighting on that Avalanche roster? Eric Johnson. No, dude, you can't fight a big defenseman. Are, do you watch hockey? I'd like to see Eric Johnson fight like Matt Duchesne. fighting you. That's, that's not fair. You're too big. All right, well, you poo-pooed all my suggestions, so who are you going with, Vic? He just, I mean, Cody McLeod? I mean, it's got to be somebody who doesn't fight. Texter says Miko Rantanen. He's a little too big. He hasn't been here that all He's that long. He's too big. Man. You're awfully worried about making sure this but, is a perfectly but this even is how, matchup. This is how hockey works, James. Well, I know, Hockey's it's all about code. It's got to be the same size guys. So now we're going to add code to it as well? I mean, the whole thing. I disagree with Miko. Miko's too big. Miko's too big for Duchesne. It's got to be somebody his size. It's got to be Nathan McKinnon, I'm telling you. It's the only guy I can think of. The only guy with name recognition who plays that similar style who normally doesn't drop gloves. It's got to be. Look at this. We're we're coming up with like fake fights. Not I we. You. <laughs> well, this is. I'm not lying to you. And I know we talk to Jared Bednar every week. On this is the most excited I've been all season about the Avalanche. Is that bad? I think you're better off to go over there and beat him five nothing, five one, and say enjoy your time in Ottawa, jerk. He's not a jerk. Everybody mm. calm down. You guys are labeling uh, I, this guy as like the worst man alive. Come on. There's two sides to his story. I didn't call him a jerk. I said that would be the better message for his ex-teammates to send to him. Beat him 5 nothing, 5-1 and say, enjoy Ottawa. That's a lovely place. That's the only way to do it. You're right. But the, you know hockey I mean, doesn't fighting, work that way. Hockey doesn't work that way. Here's a couple suggestions. Tyson Berry. Tyson Berry about the same size. I don't know. According to you, he probably, oh, he's got two he inches in reach. The code. He's got more reach. Can't do it. 9967 says, Zadorov is going to go for it. He's mean. Yeah, Zadorov is like twice his size. That's, that's not, that's not. If they're going to do it, I just assume you do it that way. Just kick his ass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why are we worried about making this a fair fight? It's silly to begin with. So then just go out and make sure you send the message. If that's the message you want to send, go send the message emphatically. Don't dance around it. Some of the early texts that we missed after HW's piping hot take where he just blistered Duchesne and he's got him on his hate list now. Uh, 8067 chimes in says, not an Avs great? Dude, you're an idiot. Unlike football, one player cannot carry a team. It's very rare for a player to stay with the team that drafted them for nine years. Matt was an Avs great. Okay. Great job by Sackett because the trade had to happen, but sad to see him go. Wish him the best. Two Two questions on it. One, does Matthew Shane's number ever go up in the rafters? Hell no. no. So he's not a great. Two, who was better for their team? Carmelo Anthony or Matt Duchesne? Carmelo. I, I'm not a Mellow fan, it's and it's Mellow, and it's not even close. It's not even close. So yeah. I'm with you, HW. I, I think he was a nice player, and he had some good years here and some good moments, but he's not a great. He's a good. Did you get a hold he's of the abs? Can we get Sackick on this show? Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. But it's, it's an old Sweden it's, thing. It's an absolute insult to Joe Sackick and Peter yes. Forsberg and Patrick Waugh yes. to call Matt Duchesne a great. They have two rings, mm-hmm. two cups. Matt Duchesne played in eight freaking playoff games in eight years. He put up some numbers and some down years, but he's not an abs great. Great is a word we throw around too loosely. Who, who means more to the abs? Milan Hayduk or Matt Duchesne? Milan, Milan Hayduk. Alex Tangay or Matt Duchesne? Tangay. Adam Foote or Matt Duchesne? Rob Blake or Matt Duchesne? Ray Bork or Matt Duchesne? Hold on a second. You're talking about the great Avalanche teams. You're talking about the greats. I could say that about the Broncos. I get it. I know. I know. But I I (laughs) I am talking about the great teams. That's why he's not a great. Yes, yes. But I'm not going to turn this into 
kill the guy like he didn't contribute. He's I'm the not. fourth leading scorer in Avs history. He Calm was down. a good. He was not a great. He was a good. Great. He put up Don Sutton numbers. He's uh he's one of the all. He's fourth in scoring because he was here for. A number of years. Why are we, why is this like weird obituary being know. written for Matt Duchesne? He didn't know. want to be here. He was by all accounts a bad locker room influence and all these people, oh, I'm so sad to see him go. I'm not sad to see him go at all. Nobody's I'm glad sad. He's gone. But I don't There's a lot it. of people on the text line who are sad he's gone. I don't gone. take it next level want to fry the guy in a frying pan like you are. You got a hit list on guys who leave Denver and this is the next member. Uh, you don't this, think he had a bad attitude the last yes, year and a half? Yes, he had a bad attitude. You don't know what happens behind the scenes though, Will. You don't know. You, 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 I've you, talked to enough people who do you know. Speculate. You don't I've talked know to a lot of people story. who are very close to that team that's who great. told me a but lot of will, things about but, that guy. But you will never know what really happens. And that's the beauty mm. of Sports Talk Radio. Yeah, All we was, do is we sit here, we spit out conjecture. We, we jump to conclusions. This is what we do. But we don't know. It sounds like what I was told when I said, I don't like this Vance Joseph hire. Well, you don't know the meetings he's had with Elway. You don't know the conversations. Yeah. You don't know how he is when they call him a leader of men and a CEO type. Huh. Maybe I did know. Among the guys uh, suggested to fight Matt Duchesne to drop gloves, my favorite so far comes from 1131. How about that Yakupov guy? <laughs> you know what? He should be our default answer. Shame on us for not having that Yakupov guy. That should have oh, been our God, I'm telling you. We will talk to uh, Jared Bednar this Wednesday live from Sweden. And I'm sure he's not going to suggest that fighting is going to happen during the course of the game. He'd be the last to suggest that. But I, I'm interested to hear what the coach has to say. It's got to be, you know what it's got to be for a head coach? Think about it. everything that Jared Bednar had to deal with last year, taking the job so late in the summer, right? Uh, trying to fix a broken, broken team and then dealing with that distraction for the first month of the season. That was his problem. It was no, it, that became his problem. Well, that problem's gone. How much easier will it be to coach this team without that distraction? A lot, I would think. Uh, I mean, we heard what Dater said. Duchesne wouldn't even talk to anyone. He was so pissed he wasn't traded after the Philly game. This is nuts, man. This story gets wilder and wilder. And you heard what Landy and EJ said after the game. They didn't hold anything back. So let's stop treating Matt Duchesne with kid gloves like he's this great Av that we wish well and he's such an all-time great. Get out of here. Sam on the text line 30933 says, if you're sad that Duchesne got traded, I will fight you. Good. I like Sam. That's from Sam. Uh, since we're on the topic of fighting, writes in Brandon from Glendale, since we're on the topic of fighting, did you see A.J. Green? I'm not a doctor like you, Vic, but doesn't it hurt a person punching the helmet more than the person wearing the helmet? Yes, it does. A.J. Green going at it with the uh, Jacksonville DB. Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. What the hell? A A.J. just, like, lost it. And he why just, did Ramsey get ejected? He didn't do anything. Ramsey's just standing there. He just there. got body slammed. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he did do the initial oh, shove. Oh, it was just a little friendly shove. But it's like maybe a 15-yard exactly. penalty, but certainly it, not if, worth getting booted. A.J. Green lost it. If you missed it, just check it out on the Google later. When's the last time you remember an NFL player getting ejected? It happens fairly rarely. There were five yesterday. Talib got ejected from a game. Okay. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that was last year, week or two years ago, yeah. week seven. Mm-hmm. There were five yesterday because there were three at the end of the Niners Cardinal game. I don't know if you guys were still red zoning at that Carlos point. Hyde got ejected, he correct? Did. He did, and then yeah. two members of the Cardinals for a, a bad. But A.J. Green, like, took three haymakers at Ramsey's helmet. There was I mean, his knuckles have to be on. bloody today. What are you thinking, dude? He's wearing a hell. What are you punching? Is that your first instinct to punch at the head? He's wearing protection. He's but, wearing a helmet. By the way, speaking of things that happened in week nine that were catching your attention, I'm not sure the Chiefs are any good guys. That's what makes this Bronco season even that much more frustrating. They looked pretty helpless outside of a miracle play to Tyree Kill yesterday. They're six and three now. Would it shock you if they finished 
10 and 6, 9 and 7. The AFC West is going to be won by a team with not a very good record. You're and right. It's certainly not going to be the Denver Broncos. But don't fall for that, hey, the Broncos still have hope routine. No, they right. don't have okay. hope, but I'm saying that's what makes this year that much more frustrating. I, 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 don't, I don't think I, Kansas City's all that I, good. I don't want to hear it. I, if you're going to call the show or text the show and say it's not over, they get still, you, you're not going to win this right, division right, at 9-7, right. and seven, and you're not going to make the playoffs at 9-7. and seven. And if you do, it's going to be one and done. I don't think they're going to make a, a run in the second half either. I don't. But there was nobody when they were one and four with Kyle Orton that said this team was going to be good with Tim Tebow. Different circumstances. Why? Why because can't the, why they can't, won the division at eight and eight? Fine. Are you going to win this division? The, I don't know. The Chiefs stink. The Raiders stink. The Chargers stink. There's nobody good in this division. Not going to win this division at eight and eight. They're one and three in their last four games. And their right, one so, win was against so, the Broncos. Uh, well, we'll get into they this. Can get, if why? they get to nine wins, they got a All shot. Right, we'll hit that and their topic only when we shot come is back. Paxton Lynch turns into Tim Tebow. Am I betting on it? No, but could it happen? Sure. Former Bronco tight end Joel Dreesen coming up at 8.30. One more on the uh, Duchesne thing. Uh, this one is from a texter straight to Will here again, 8067. Hey, Will, would you be in a great mood if your boss openly was trying to get rid of you for the last two years? Well, little do you know, texter, we have been trying. Unfortunately, there is no market for HW out there. Look, and it also, exist. also, read Dater's story. Matt Duchesne asked the ads for a trade. He was the one who wanted out. It wasn't Joe Sackick just shopping Matt Duchesne. Joe Sackick started shopping Matt Duchesne after Duchesne asked for a trade last Christmas. Give me a break. We actually asked for an intern and an engineer from mm-hmm. NPR, mm-hmm. and we're told to go away. So we can't get anything great, HW. Trust me, we're not on the door trying. we would have taken just extra coffee in the break room. Matt Duchesne officially on the list. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Moser show. Danny and Shell in for Mark Moser, who will be out for the whole week. If they lose this game and they're 3-5 at that point, where do the Broncos go? Do you have to start Paxton at that point? No, it'll be... It'll really? Why? What would be the point in calling with Brock at that point? You're not eliminated yet. We already discussed this. Three and five. If you lose I mean, here, you lose this game. At that point, you're just hurting yourself. With then every, you lose every at home. Then that. you lose at home to New England. Then you can go to Paxton. Every weekday afternoon, one to three, only on Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock, our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Hey, it's Vic Lombardi, and it's the time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I'm thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea or share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. 
Inspire is a sleep apnea solution that doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find a doctor in Denver who can help you determine if Inspire is right for you. That's InspireSleep.com. The breakfast burrito mostly. Sam's number three. I'm a sucker for burritos and then you make a breakfast and I'm in. I love their home fries and I love the tomatillo sauce. Love the green chili here. Everything looked really good and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast. I think there's a taste for everybody. I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl. Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna and Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown. 15th and Soft is a good word. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Northbound I-25 already slow and go from Castle Pines Parkway up through to the C-470, E-470 interchange. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Now extra delays behind a crash northbound I-25 at Arapahoe Road. You're looking slow on southbound 225 still, Parker or Isla Feria down to Yosemite where there was an earlier crash that has now been cleared. A job that fits your life. Amazon is hiring for flexible or predictable schedules with competitive pay. Apply at Amazon.com com slash Denver Jobs, an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So I went back to grab some coffee in the break room and look what I found. Ooh. Anyone? Ooh. A silver bullet. Coors Light, real quick. Or uh, I'm supposed to say Coors Light. Yeah, you're, that's on, you guys like you're on a roll this morning. You want to shotgun this sucker just for the hell? I mean, uh, I don't think that's allowed, but well, I would. You, your take is so asinine, you might as well just finish the job. I, I think HW nailed this take. You're you're on it. You're on it. He's good. He's not great. Why that offends Vic, I have no idea. I'm not offended at all. I'm just well, saying. You, you stormed out of here. No. <laughs> stormed out to go get coffee. <laughs> uh, I'll read this text, and I, I'm right on line with this. It's just HW's need uh, to have pro athletes apologize to him every time they don't perform, apparently. That's what that's what offends me more than mm. anything. I've never said that once, but uh, okay. This 7752, uh, he writes in, I don't think Dutchie's too worried about being on HW's list, as his love fest with Brock last week showed how easy it is to get off that list. That's from Brian and Westy. I, I, I agree with that, but try and apply it to your own life, right? Like, if we... If we were, if you were negotiating to go somewhere else and HW and I felt abandoned and then you didn't even say goodbye, you just had a car warming up on Colorado Boulevard and left at 830 in the middle of a show. By the way, that's the ideal way to do it. (laughs) We would be a little bit like, well, screw that guy. How do you know I'm not? I don't know that you're not. How do you know anybody's not? That's the point. Look, I don't have a problem with Matt Duchesne wanting to go somewhere else. I don't. I think they're a right way and a wrong way to handle Awkward, difficult situations, and I don't think he handled it particularly. By the way, I'm very proud of my uh, colleagues at Altitude Television last night with the way they handled that whole story. Uh, They understood right away that the trade was bigger than the game. Now, albeit the the ads were getting blown out in the game, the game mattered not. Uh, The Islanders were going to win no matter what. But they they made the game secondary, and the entire post-game show, all the subjects, all the topics, everything they spoke about during the game and after the game were about the trade. 
That's the way it should be. So kudos to Altitude TV for covering the story the way the viewers wanted it covered, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I I would agree with that. I and I thought Mark Bertinoli and Mark Moser were good on our airwaves, too. They brought in Moser during the second intermission, and Bert was just grilling him on the trade and what happened and the return they got. To your point, people realized right away that game last night didn't really matter. This was one of the most major trades um in, in Avalanche history, is that fair to say? Oh, it is, no yeah. doubt. It's top five. Yeah. Uh, we just talked to Dater about it. I mean, listen, there are other smaller trades that didn't involve as many different personnel. The, the Bork trade. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that helped bring a cup. The Blake trade. Mm-hmm. That, that helped bring cups to, to, to Denver. The Patrick the Watch. Watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty but, good. But post glory years. All right. Post glory years. And in terms of volume, the biggest trade this organization has been through since Forsberg as a member of the Quebec Nordiques with the Philadelphia Flyers. This is pre-Avalanche, right? A volume trade. This is as good as it gets. And again, great job, Joe Sackick. A lot of people all over Joe, including us. What's taking so long? This is a distraction. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Well, this is why it took so long. Well, and yeah, I mean, you, you want to hold out for the right deal. And, you know, there's no perfect deal there. You mm-hmm. always get to think, oh, how could they have gotten more? But, and, and, and I don't know enough about the pieces, just admittedly, that they got. But according to hockey people, it's a pretty good haul. So, okay, it's good yeah. enough for me. And you got rid of a guy who doesn't want to be here. That's a win-win. I got hit by a truck over the weekend, but the pain I felt and continue to feel is nothing compared to the truck that hit the Broncos in Philadelphia. That was a truck. It got so bad, guys. It got so bad that the Eagles tweeted that they ran out of fireworks. They they explode fireworks after every touchdown or field yes. goal. They ran out of fireworks. Think about that for a second. This is the vaunted Bronco defense in town. How are they going to move the ball against the Bronco defense? <laughs> wow. And look, Brock put Philly in point-blank range twice with bad picks. But the Eagles scored eight times. They still had six long drives. They had the long touchdown run by Ajayi, which was a totally blown play by Justin Simmons. Totally blown play. He's the safety on that side. He comes up too far and too far in the in in the middle and gets blocked. That is on him. He can't have that happen. But we never want to point that out because, well, yeah. T.J. Ward's not shining in Tampa, so that was a fine decision by John. Here's the other thing I was I was thinking yesterday. This looks like a team that not only has quit on their coach, I think they've kind of quit on the organization. And this is an organization. You can't continually treat people like crap, mm-hmm. which John Elway has. He's been very cutthroat. And then expect things to not eventually catch up with you. Here's my one criticism of John, and I'm glad you've gone down this road again, because there are things that all of us need to work on. And I'm, I'm sure he's highly critical of himself as well. You have to be in this business. Mm-hmm. you got to be competitive. The one criticism I have of John Elway is this. He is so used to getting his way because he has his entire life because he's so good at what he does, right? I mean, when he was a football player, if something didn't work, he fixed it. He did it himself. He's so used to getting his way that in this age of the NFL, in the negotiations realm, when you're negotiating for players, you don't always get your way. No Negotiations, you know how this works. You have to give as much as you get. That's called a fair negotiation. You have to feel like both parties win. Yes. You can't be that guy that I got to win every negotiation. Well, and you can't be that. You won't win in the NFL if you're that guy. I think for long-term success, the approach I try to take in putting together a deal or negotiating is if I was on the other side, would I t- would I take this deal? Do I think would I think it was a good deal? If you want to be cutthroat guy and screw people over, that's fine, and that's going to work for a little while. And you know what? You're going to make hay for a little while. But at some point, 
teams are going to start dealing with you. Agents are going to stop dealing with you. Uh, players are, wanna, are going to stop dealing with you. And it, the list goes on and on and on. Well, you said this a year ago, more than that, two years ago, and you made a valid point. Let's resurface. Is that way getting a bad rep? Well, I mean, the, the the track record of free agents who are willing to come here would suggest so. I mean, I, you can't tell me, you can't tell me that part of Tony Romo's decision, and is it 10%, 1%, I don't know, wasn't a little bit influenced by how the Broncos treated Peyton Manning at the end. You can't. But it, it, it's beyond Peyton Manning. It's Eric Decker was unceremoniously shown the door. No Sean Marino, Orlando Franklin, Zane Beatles. Orlando Franklin, if you remember, when he went to San Diego, it was like, well, I would have liked to at least got a phone call back when we were talking about whether or not we want to come back to Denver. Say what you will about Orlando Franklin. He's a hell of a lot better than most of the guys who have played offensive line here since he went to San Diego. He is. But Peyton Manning was treated poorly. Uh, The Gary Kubiak situation is head-scratching. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So then when you go to Calais Campbell, and say, hey, come back to Denver, take a little bit of a discount, a little bit of a, a haircut here, and come play on this defense, you can't be surprised when people go, no. When you go to Tony Romo and say, hey, we're a Super Bowl caliber team except for our quarterback, which I think yesterday we maybe saw isn't the case, but you can't be surprised that you finished third in a two-horse race when you treat people like crap. John Elway has treated people like crap for years, and it got him a Super Bowl, but then it's, well, what's the long-term thing? And you're right, Vic. We talked about it when we were saying, does he want to come back and sign a new deal and do the Broncos want him for the next five years? Because to me, John Elway, he got Peyton Manning here. And that was the biggest win of all wins. It's the biggest free agent in NFL history. But now what? Guys, what can you do without Peyton? That's why when you look at what happens on the field, I'm not blaming the coaches per se by themselves. It's more than just the coaches. It's more than Vance Joseph. It's more than the players. I really believe this is a systemic problem for the Broncos. This franchise is at a crossroads. They don't have an owner. Okay? They don't have an owner right now making those tough decisions. You're right. And they had perhaps one of the best owners, if not the greatest owner in Denver Pro Sports of all time, running the show for years. Okay? They don't have one of those right now. And I think after a while, the impact... You see on the you you will see it was impact. going to catch up to them and, at some point. And, and I think having that systemic issue right now is there's a little upheaval. There's a bit of there's a blurred line there. Who's who's at fault? Who's who's in charge of this? Who's in charge of that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It no, all catches you. up to you when you don't have the one guy, the one guy at the top calling the shot. Well, and how long until this gets messy? How long until the kids start chirping that they want a, a, a stake in the team? How long until they say, hey, it's in this trust until one of us is ready? Well, guess what? I'm ready. I'm ready. I mean, this thing isn't going to get any better. It's just going to get a lot worse. Well, and the co-power that Joe Ellis and John Elway... I, I, I've never believed in sharing power. I don't either. I, I think it's the, you know, it's an easy way out. You can't... There's always got to be one person... Big boy enough to make the decisions in any organization, well, any business. You can't, this whole democracy of sharing power, that's a bunch of crap. Well, and here's why. Because when everything's working and you're winning, co-power is fine. Sure. But now... It's the tough decisions. Who, yeah, exactly. Who's in charge? Quick uh, quick addition here. You know what the what John Elway's record is as GM without Peyton Manning? What's that? 20 and 20. The definition of mediocre. And I can see it clear as day. We are at a crossroads with that organization. We will talk to somebody who played for the organization. 
Former Bronco Joel Dreesen coming right up on Altitude 950. Hey, sports fans. Uh, do you need to sell a house right now? The market is ripe. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team is the only agent you need to call if you want to make more than what you think you can make. He will sell your home at a price and a time you agree on or... He'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing homes that's been proven to get his clients the most money. Recently using that system, he got a client ten grand more than what the owner thought it was worth. So give Troy Hansford a call today, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Altitude 950. Got the new app rolled out. Denver's All Sports Station now has an app for your smartphone. Download our Altitude 950 app. I like the app. You gotta get a hold of it because this thing is really cool. This is beautiful. Completely free to download. Now you can listen live. Check out our podcast. Podcasts of the shows. Anything you may have missed. Stream our show. Find podcasts. And listen to shows live. And contact all your favorite shows right in one place. You got it in the iTunes store, your Android, Google Play. The Altitude 950 app. See it all this fall with Cudarelli Vision's best LASIK pricing of the year. Call before November 30th and save $1,000 off LASIK. And we offer 0% financing for 24 months. Say goodbye to the frustrations of glasses and contacts and experience life with the clear vision you deserve. Night vision can be improved. Visual results often exceed 2020, even if you have astigmatism. And Cudarelli Vision offers its exclusive lifetime LASIK assurance plan. Unlike corporate chains, our surgeon is a board-certified Johns Hopkins trained corneal specialist with over 70,000 procedures. Use your flex spending or HSA before the end of the year. Schedule your free LASIK consultation today by calling 303-486-2020. That's 303-486-2020. Or visit CuderelliVision.com. Cuderelli Vision, Colorado's number one choice for LASIK and cataracts. Certain restrictions apply. Individual results may vary. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year and you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says if you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix a problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. J.C. Dodge Construction understands. It's my home, my business, my investment. No matter what the job, big or small, with all the permits and logistics, navigating the world of construction is challenging. Communication can be daunting, and through it all, you've got your own busy life. At J.C. Dodge Construction, we'll manage the architects, the framers, electricians, plumbers, roofers, and painters to get the job done. J.C. Dodge can act as pre-construction consultants, or we can do what we do best, build. Commercial, residential, and tenant finish. Whether you have a drawing on a napkin or finalized plans. As general contractors, J.C. Dodge Construction can execute your project from design to finish. On time, on budget, 
and always to the highest of standards. Because quality is how we measure success. J.C. Dodge Construction. Promises kept. Call 720-613-5500 or online at jcdodgeconstruction.com. Hey, Scott Ace is here. When you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose h Two. So get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you too can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Expect delays northbound I-25 making your approach to Arapaho Road where there is an accident clearing. Traffic is brought to you by Champion Windows. Southbound slow out of downtown all the way down to Hamden, but there is an accident southbound I-25 south of Evans clearing off the left lane causing additional delays. This fall you can save on it all during Champion's fall season super sale. Get 30% off new Champion Windows. Schedule today at GetChampion.com. That's GetChampion.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. You know, I've been a top-ranked defense in the league. Um, good against everything. Run, pass, third down, hitting a quarterback. Um, you know, getting, do, do a really good job in the running game, putting in a lot of long-yarded situations. You know, offensively, they're very explosive. You know, C.J. Anderson's had some big runs. Uh, Thomas, Sanders, uh, Green, you know, had a big play against the Chargers. So it's a very explosive team. Well, hold on a second. That, there's no way that's fresh from Bill Belichick's mouth. There's no way he said that today. That, that can't, that can't be real, right? He said it this morning. Did, did Bill Belichick just call the Broncos offense explosive? He did. Um, Boy, it's a little Lou Holtish, right? Oh, that's a. And he, a talk, he talked about green, yeah. Because when I think Virgil Green, I think explosive. <laughs> but there's no way he. Come on, there were somebody doctored that. Team. They make no big plays. There were two things that jumped out at me comparing Phillies. Well, three Phillies offense to Denver's offense. Obviously, quarterbacks night and day. Philadelphia has four running backs that are better than anybody Denver has, and they have three tight ends. Zach Ertz didn't play yesterday. They have three tight ends that's better than anybody Denver has. The Broncos are so bad at those two positions, it's laughable, and they have spent some high draft picks to try and fix those positions. Jeff Hireman, Devontae Booker, Ronnie Hillman. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Monte Ball. They're bad at those two positions, so to call them explosive is just laughable. Let's go to the hotline. Welcome in the Harvester, former Broncos tight end Joel Dreesen. Joel, uh, before we engage in conversation, I want you to hear again this is Bill Belichick describing the Broncos. I, I, I just heard it. I just heard it. I, I've, I've been listening to the show this morning. Hey, that's what Belichick does is he pumps up the other team no matter what, who they're playing. Uh, he's always going to kill them with kindness during the week. That way when the Patriots whip their butt, it, it makes them look that much better. That's always been his mantra. He doesn't believe that stuff. He's just killing the Broncos with kindness. That's how he rolls. Yeah, but when you say the Broncos offense is explosive, I mean, it's such a balderdash statement that don't you just sort of like, you lose credibility a little bit? Come on. I mean, why even have a press conference? Why even bother speaking? What do you think you should go up there and say, yeah, wow, the Broncos offense has just been pitiful for the past two and a half years. I I don't know how they ever even won a ball game. It's bad enough they have to play New England, Joel. 
They have to play New England after a Patriots bye week. All right? Now, listen, I get it. The Broncos always get up for the Patriots. I really think it, it believe it or not, and I know not many people are going to think this this more. I think it's going to be a closer game than people believe because the Broncos always seem to play Brady tough. But before we get to Brady and company, your thoughts on what you saw in Philadelphia yesterday. Oh, man. Well, it, it, it pains me to say this, but it looked like the team didn't believe they could win from the very get-go, right? Yeah. They did not believe they could win. And uh, for the most part, the Denver defense has been really loyal for the past two and a half years to an offense that's been incredibly inconsistent. But for the first time yesterday, we saw a defense that said, they put their hands up and said, what's it matter? Who cares? Why should we even bother stopping them? We'll give the ball back to the offense, and they can't do anything with it. That's pretty much summarizes what I saw yesterday, and it's it's really discouraging right now. It's really discouraging. I hope they can find a way to get this fixed. Uh, the defense, in my opinion, got to the point where their will was broken. There's too many games that they tried to, to rescue, and they gave up that opening drive, and frankly, Aqib Tlaib did not look good yesterday. I, I thought that was Aqib's worst game of the season. That's going to be fun doing that show tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, Aqib got caught, got caught. Obviously, there was a good film study by Philadelphia, knowing that Aqib has a tendency to peek in the backfield versus man coverage, and they got him on that touchdown pass to Alshon Jeffrey. Maybe two of them, right? Didn't Aqib give up yep. two of them? But he did. tough outing for the defense altogether. Like I said, it looked like they – they didn't believe they could win, so why, you know, why sacrifice their body? Why try to make plays when it, you hand the ball back to the offense? They're just going to go three and out and punt, or go backwards with penalties, or turn the ball over. Um, is this a coaching problem? Fourteen penalties, fourteen first downs. When your penalties match your first downs, is that coaching? No doubt. There's an old saying that says your coaches are either coaching it to happen or they're allowing it to happen. So look, they might they need to correct the technique they're coaching because they're getting flagged for it. They have to fix that. Um, so, yeah, Vance and the staff, they're either coaching it or they're allowing it to happen. So they got to get the penalties fixed because you can't win ball games going backwards. Is this Van Joseph or is this his assistant? It's both. I mean, it starts from the top. I mean, Vance, he's got to have his footprint on every single detail of every single position, how they're coached up on every single play. He has to know the – how these guys are being taught in the meeting room. Um, you know, Gary Kubiak always used to film every single meeting. He used to film the the install meetings on offense. He used to film the install meetings on defense. And if we had a crappy game, he'd go back and look at how the information was being taught, and he'd get on as assistant coaches. So I don't know if that's still occurring over there at Broncos headquarters, but it's probably time to take a very close examination of how things are being taught. How about this examination, Joel? And you tell me. One person hired Vance Joseph, actually was in charge of that. That was John Elway. John Elway also handpicked Mike McCoy to run the offense. It was John Elway's decision to let Wade Phillips walk and promote Joe Woods. John Elway also picks the players. Where does John Elway fall in the blame game? <laughs> well, he's got to be accountable, right? Uh, there's, there's plenty of blame to go around, from players to coaches to the guys who chose everybody, right? Elway handpicked everybody, so... If it doesn't work out, essentially there is going to be some accountability 
uh, there can't be finger pointing. I, I, I know that's hard to do right now, but they have to be like, look, we're in this together. We're all in bed together. We've got to fix this together. I, I do still believe this season is salvageable. On a positive note, I was really encouraged by what I saw from Brock Osweiler that first drive of the game. I thought he did a great job of fixing protections, giving himself a chance to have some time to throw the ball. But then he was still a, a victim of those crucial mistakes where he mm-hmm. threw the ball <laughs> directly to the defense uh, on a couple of occasions. That cannot occur. You know what good coaching is? Good coaching is understanding what your personnel is able to execute. That's good coaching. When I noticed on that first drive, Jeff Legwald said the same thing. They were moving the ball out of the jumbo. They, they're double tight ends. They were playing that jumbo package, moving the ball. They get inside the red zone and then go three wide and everything falls apart. So... Why don't they just go with what works? Why do they have to be exotic? The exotic doesn't work with the personnel they have. Well, there's there's those drives where you find yourself in third and 12 or third and 15 because of the penalties. Uh, They were having too many holding calls, too many false starts. Uh, You know, Virgil Green, he had a tough day against Brandon Graham. I can count on... I can think of three or four plays in which, you know, 55 was in the backfield making a tackle for loss. There's just too much backwards. If you're in third and long, you cannot stay in two tight ends and jumbo personnel and have a, an acceptable play that gives you a chance to get a first down. You have to go to, to three wide, four wide, and drop back in the ball. And you have to have that expectation that your offensive tackles are going to hold up, your guards are going to hold up, and do their win their one-on-one jobs. They just, there's just too much inconsistency across the board offensively. Answer this question for me. I posed it to Manchester and HW. If the Eagles and Broncos switched quarterbacks to start the game, Carson Wentz, the Broncos quarterback, Brock Osweiler, the Eagles, don't you still think the Eagles win that game handily? Oh, man, I don't know. Carson Wentz is a special player. Like I'm just realizing, starting to realize how good he is. Isn't it just poetry in motion to watch him throw the ball, to throw the deep ball with that, that amazing arc he does and have that accuracy? He's a special ball player, but you're right. If you put him back behind that offensive line and get him clobbered, uh, he's going to be a different player altogether. But, man, I no, I, I think that game's different if you flip-flop quarterback. Yeah, no I, just say, about it. I look at it this way. You know, everybody's giving credit to the Eagles coaches for, oh, that's just some creative play calling in the red zone. Oh, look at that play. Well, yeah, it's a lot easier to call those plays when you have the players that can run them. <laughs> yeah, of course. When you have the line that can block, when you have people doing what they need to do, yeah, I can run those plays. Broncos can't. They can't. No, they're just... Not good enough up front. Offensive line. I can't believe we're still talking about this offensive line. But look, man, they like I said, they all take turns getting beat or getting a penalty. You can't win like that. Why wouldn't they make the move this week to? And I know you you started this this segment talking about Brock and how well he played on that opening drive. It didn't work. Why not just go to Paxton Lynch right now? See what you got. Why why not just experiment across the board with this team? Man, not versus the Patriots on Sunday Night Football. Isn't it on Sunday Night Football? Yes. Yeah, don't throw that boy to the wolves against the Patriots. He uh, he has hardly practiced, Victor. I think he needs to have a couple solid weeks of practice. And let's see how these next two weeks go. Because to be honest with you, the Broncos are, what, three and five. Okay, they're two two games away from 500. If they can pull off an upset against the Patriots, look, the conversation is there that they could still fight and claw and scratch and find a way to win ten games. Um, which usually gets you in the tournament. So I, I, I think Paxton has got to practice a little bit more before they throw him to the Wolves. Joel, they got eight games left. They have to go seven and one by virtue of that formula. They, they have to go seven and one. Do you? The, I'm an optimist, Victor. I'm seven an optimist. and I'm six and two, just to go nine and seven. 
They gotta go six and two. Think about that for a second. What? Give me six wins on that remaining schedule. Go ahead. I'm waiting. Hey. No, my focus is small. I'm keeping the focus small. My focus is on the Patriots. You can only win one game this week. How about the focus on CSU? What happened the last couple of weeks, man? Losing to Air Force oh, Wyoming back man. to back. That bothers me. I hate losing to Wyoming. I know. I love everything about that rivalry, but that was such a classic border war game in the slush storm in yeah. Laramie under the lights. I loved everything about that border war except for how the Rams played in the fourth quarter. They just the, Wyoming played harder, longer. They did, and they went on that miraculous, I shouldn't say miraculous, they went on a, a gut-check drive in the fourth quarter in the snow to win the ball game. Hey, the Cowboys deserved it. Hey, what's the name of that Wyoming quarterback again? Jake? Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah. Is he the next uh, quarterback of the Denver Broncos? Be fine with me. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. Mm. Just Guys, don't get ahead of ourselves. Right. I know it doesn't feel very good right now. Broncos gave up a 50 burger yesterday, but hey, they're going to find a way to bounce back. Yeah, yeah you, they gave it. You know, it could have been 60. They, you, you, I mean, come on, they, they threw uh, they threw homeboy in the game in the fourth quarter, and he gave up a pick six. That could have been 60 points. They gave up easily, easily. You know that. Yeah, I know. I know. I watched it from start to finish, right. and I was incredibly bored and sad. All right, buddy. Thanks for cheering us up. Which you did not. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, Joel. Take care. That is the harvester, Joel Dreesen, former Broncos tight end. Listen, he's the most optimistic man I know. Even he is struggling right now to find optimism. He's struggling. If you find optimism now, you're delusional. Like, I'm all for being positive. That's not normally my outlook on life. But I, I, I can appreciate Joel Dreesen, Ryan Harris, people who have a more positive outlook on things. Well, but players, if, players normally do because they're, listen, former players, they're born into that week by week mentality. Sure. They don't forecast like we do. But if you, if you're putting a positive spin on what we saw yesterday, it's impossible. You're delusional. It's not possible. And it's Joel nothing. is, he's, he, he and I don't always agree, but he's anything but delusional, and he nailed it. I mean, this is it's like, boy, that was ugly. That was boring. That was terrible. There wasn't anything good about One it. One more time before you go. I got to hear Bill Belichick describe the Broncos' offense. This is what Bill Belichick had to say a week before coming to Denver. You know, offensively, they're very explosive. You know, C.J. Anderson's had some big runs. Uh, Thomas, Sanders, uh, Green. You know, had a big play against the Chargers, so it's a very explosive team. I got nothing. Time out. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Tickets given away next. Altitude 950 is the home of the Nuggets, and every Wednesday at noon, we're talking hoops. Former Nuggets star Earl Boykins joins Hastings and Brownman. Jokic is a guy where it's, it's a huge disadvantage when he's that far out at the three point. To break down the Nuggets and the NBA, watching a Nuggets play, the first pass will be a great pass. The next guy is not ready. The Earl Boykins basketball hour. Before you get the ball, you should know if you're going to shoot or drive the ball before it even comes to you. Wednesday at noon on Altitude 950. Hey, it's Moj from my good buddy Tom Yazwa and Caliber Home Loans. I've known Tom for over 20 years. 14 of those, he's been in the mortgage business. Now, Tom, I know you do regular mortgages, but the renovation loan is really cool. How does it work? Moj, renovation loans allow you to purchase or refinance and renovate the property all with one loan. So let's say you want to buy a new home. A high percentage of the properties you look at are not perfect. In fact, some of them need a lot of updating. 
So a renovation loan allows you to remodel, repair, or replace just about anything. So you're remodeling your home before you even move in. Works the same way with refinances. Let's say you want to do a major remodel, but you don't have quite enough equity to get cash out. Well, you can refi and renovate your home and put all the costs into one new loan. The key is is that we're loaning you money based on the after-improved value of the property. Call Tom at Caliber Home Loans today, 303-668-4499. That's 303-668-4499. Owner-occupied and investor loans are available. NMLS 379218, licensed in the state of Colorado. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Sophia went through a lot of tutoring and got minimal results. For her ADHD, she was almost off the charts. None of the typical therapies met her needs. We felt like we were constantly playing catch-up. There was great guilt, like I had done something wrong. I hadn't taught my child what she needed to learn. She wasn't functioning in society. I knew I knew this was going to be the solution. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. That little girl that wants to do well, that wants to please, that wants to make the right choices, is actually able to make the right choices and to please now. This is not my kid anymore. This is this totally different kid. I don't doubt for a moment that I made the right decision in taking Sophia to Brain Balance. It has completely, completely changed our lives. For ADHD, dyslexia, and other processing disorders, Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800 800- 877-5500 or go to brainbalance.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-25 still slowing between 6th Avenue and Hamden. There's a crash clearing off the left side of the highway south of Evans. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Do expect a delay making your approach to Arapahoe Road on northbound I-25 where there is an accident clearing. Crash off freeway DTC Boulevard in Union. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values Com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This is like my, my new favorite song in the car with the kids. It's one of the few songs I can play that doesn't have cursing everywhere. You know, isn't it amazing? I know you have young children, but any any more these days, good luck finding like a hip-hop song, because I love hip-hop. I'm a hip-hop guy. Good luck finding one that doesn't have something where you, what did he just say? You know, I mean, that, that's just the issue these days. No doubt. Whether it's cursing 
or it's like violence, yeah. or it's like, ooh. And I'm, I know I'm becoming that guy, but when you're in the car with the kids, there's only so much music you can play. That happens to be one of the songs, and we're playing it because we're going to give away Nuggets Thunder tickets. That's right, Thunder. They play Thursday night at Pepsi Center. It's a TNT game. Mellow. It's a late night game. Last night, the Thunder went to Portland and lost because Dane put up 36. Mellow got ejected. He did? Mm-hmm. I did not know this. Flagrant two on our old friend, Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf had 25. The Thunder are four and five, and you were looking at the standings acting all shocked. I called it from the start. Mellow doesn't win anything anywhere. Thunder aren't going to be any good. Thunder have what? the worst record in the Northwest Division nine, right now. Nine games in, and he's already claiming victory. That's didn't anybody learn anything from Legwald's victory lap? Didn't anybody learn? Minnesota is seven and three early in the season. The T Wolves are seven and three. Portland is six and four. This is a damn tough division. Yeah, the T Wolves team, at least early on, like that team with young talent that was ready to blossom. They seem like that. Mm. Seven and three. That's a good start. All right. So the the Nuggets have three games left on their six game homestand. Tomorrow night, Brooklyn. Got to win that. That's got to be a dub. Thursday night, OKC. Got to be a dub. Mm. At some easy, point, we have easy. to have expectations of of dubs. Saturday night, Orlando. They gotta have gotta two or three. Win. Gotta have two or three. That would Is that be fair? What, four out of five yeah. or four, four out of six. six. It's two or three fair? That's yeah. a fair expectation. Yes. Yes. No, it's not, fair, but I, I think they can beat the Thunder on Thursday night. I do. Listen, I'm not going to complain if they win that game, too. I'm just saying what is fair, reasonable, and practical is two of three. I would agree with that. Over the next three. My biggest concern with the Nuggets through the first ten games is just from game to game, night to night, the huge swings. They're never even remotely the same team as they were the game before. Yeah, the runs that other teams go on that just oh. change the game. Like in the second quarter against Golden State, Kenneth Fareed gave them an injection of... I mean, he came off the bench blocking shots, dunking, put him right back in the game. 15 nothing run. They actually had the lead. Come out of halftime in the third quarter, nothing. Flat city. Do you know on a game-to-game basis what you're going to get from the Nuggets at all? At all. Like, oh, you know what? Well, you know you'll get 20 from Millsap. You know you'll get 15 from Jokic. You know you'll have Murray, you know, knock down some shots. You have no idea what you're going to get from anybody. I don't know. Well, you know, it's early in the season. Perhaps that's just a product of meshing. I don't know. You hear all this stuff. We'll, we'll find out it. soon enough. The, the next three games, again, these home games are precious. Two out of the next three. Got to be. How are we going to give away these Nuggets OKC tickets? Uh, well, we've got our morning sugar so, fix. So we'll wait till we'll, 9 o'clock? Yeah, we'll do our Power right. 5 at 9 o'clock. Right now, sugar. Sugar, sugar me, please. A little sugar. 9.30. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. So this is an old radio tactic, HW forcing listeners to wait to win those tickets. They have to wait through the sugar fix. Yeah, he, he's, he knows what he's doing. Yes, he does. See if you can survive Marty O. You know who I saw at the Nuggets-Warriors game the other night walking up the stairs after that defeat, and I'm sitting there getting ready with hands to do the postgame show. Some guy turns to me, hey, Vic, and I'm like, who the hell's this freak? It was Marty. Really? Marty O. Freaking out. 
You did call me a freak. You did were, I? Yeah, yeah. yeah you weren't sure what kind of shirt I was wearing. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought, thought I was wearing Golden State. I thought he was wearing it because he had <laughs> his jacket buttoned up. And I said, let me see that shirt. Dude, listen, I'm going to say this, Marty. You were there. I saw more Golden State jerseys than Nuggets jerseys. Yeah, and it was hard to tell because the colors are so similar. But yeah. Do you know how much that hurts me? Yeah. Uh, you know how much that hurts my heart? Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, having a packed house is better than not having a packed house. The electricity of a... Of a I get it, all right? So I'm never going to dismiss that. You want to sell out as much as you can. But it hurts me so deep inside as a Denver native to see all these wannabe Warriors fans who you know don't even know who the hell Mitch Richmond is. Sleepy Floyd, good luck. These are all wannabe Warriors fans who hopped on the bandwagon in the last three years suddenly showing up with these Warriors jersey. There's no way that many people transplanted here from the Bay Area. No way. Where they come from? Mm. Did you talk to any of them? Uh, there was a kid in front of me that uh, looked back uh, looked back at me when I was booing Draymond Green during the intros. He was like, "How could you? How could you not like these Warriors? They're so good." You got to be kidding me! Yeah. Did you slap my? I, I, I didn't slap the child. No. <laughs> I like that you booed Draymond Green though. That's great. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. Here's what bothers me most about that situation: the kid wearing a Golden State jersey. Were his parents with him? Mm-hmm. Were the parents Golden State fans, or were they Nuggets fans? They they just seemed like they were just there for the kids. Just there. Yeah. Now, if the parents are Nuggets fans and the kid shows up in a Golden State jersey, I got a problem. Yeah. That's something Manchester would pull with his kids. He would allow them to root for whatever team they. I, I don't. Not me. Not my house. Mm-mm. My son showed up yesterday for your uh, Bronco viewing yeah. with the family yeah. in his uh, brand new Eagles fleece. See, not, that wouldn't work Ooh. in my house. That wouldn't work. Sorry. I I don't know. You allow your kids too much. You do. Thank you for the parenting. I, that's advice. parenting 101. You just can't, you know, if you want to live under my roof, you're going to root for my teams. Are that's we going to get to the, the sugar fix, or are you just going to keep ranting? Go on. I right, uh, missed this one over the weekend. John Gray turned 26 yesterday. Mm. 26 for John Gray. 26. He's getting to the point where 10 and 10 shouldn't be considered a great season, right? He needs to He needs to be an ace. read an article over the weekend in the Post about how Charlie Blackman gave him a nice little pep talk after that defeat in the uh, playoff game. Well, good. But don't you think this year he's got to be 15-plus wins? He's got to take the next step, no doubt. Yeah, he's not an ace yet. As ace potential, should be the ace, he's not an ace. But, hey, happy birthday. Wow, and he can't melt down in one-game playoffs either. Uh, Vic, this one's for you. Emma Stone turns 29. I can't remember what yes, game sir. it was, but I know you switched over to La La Land during, a, uh, I think, a Rockies game at yes, one point. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. She's if La La Land is on and she's in the dance number, the middle of the show where she's dancing overlooking Beverly Hills or whatever, Hollywood with the Hollywood sign, I'm watching that. Didn't you cry at that movie? I did. I had a little teary eye. You yeah. cried at Lion. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Yeah, my Academy Award movie. When he was at Manchester here. by the Sea, he thought, oh, yeah, right. let's saddle my co-host with this terrible nickname. But that- the, the end of La La Land will get to you. Okay. I've Rock. never seen it. Emma Stone will always be Jules from Superbad for me. Oh, yeah. That was her best role, hands down. No doubt. No idea what you guys are talking about. You've never seen Superbad? I don't remember the role she had. She was the main girl in it. Yeah. Go on. All right, 1935, Parker Brothers release Monopoly. You guys 1949? 35. 35. Yeah. Jeez, I wasn't close. No. Uh, I'm not a Monopoly guy. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> it goes on and on and on and on. Like I like, and I, I like something that's a little bit more skill-based, knowledge-based. It's, it's luck of the luck of the role. 
That's a decent Power Five. Your favorite board game. We can that do that is. one Hold day. On to that. We should do yeah. that like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Okay? Yeah. All right, you're gonna be with your family. What's yeah. your favorite board game? So that's make a, a little great, note. That's a good point. That's a good one. Because you know when we get together with the family, we're into that board game stuff now, mm-hmm. and everybody wants to play. What bothers me, and again, uh, parenting 101. This is an adult game. But the kids that want to play, hey, I want to play. And then you have that parent that says, okay, can Johnny play? No, Johnny can't play. This is for the adults. Which game Tell is it that you're into? That one that you read the cards and it gets sometimes unscrewed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Um, uh, cards cards against, against Humanity. humanity. Yes, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah so you funny. always have that one kid who wants to play. No, dude, you're not playing. Get out. Go go run. Change the whole dynamic. And, and, you know, and, and, of course, Manchester would be the parent who says, no, Johnny wants to play. He's going to play. No, I wouldn't be that parent. <laughs> Go on. Not for that game. <laughs> uh, on the side of the box of Monopoly, it says gameplay can range from one to six hours. Okay. Big, uh, six hours. If you've got six hours to play Monopoly, you need to reevaluate your life. <laughs> All right. On this day, uh, Greg Maddox won his 18th and final gold glove. He won 18 in uh, in 19 years. Does that mean anything to you guys? Wow. Wait a minute. A he won 18 gold gloves in 19 years? Yeah. How many ground balls did he scoop up? Yeah. Uh, How have I never heard that stat? That's that, that, I, that's unheard of. That's, that's unrivaled. That's right? staggering. You know who broke is. the streak in 2003? Mike Hampton. Really? He he did? Mm-hmm. I, I don't... Was he at Rocky in 2003, the year he no, broke the streak? Brave, okay. All right. Uh, okay, 2010, a uh, Honus Wagner card is sold for $232,000. I don't get the memorabilia thing. $230,000 for mm-hmm. a... Baseball card. Well, so your guy, mean, your guy, Evan Mathis, your favorite former yeah, player. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. He was big into card collecting. Yes, he was. So I gave him a tour of this guy who owns the most vast card collection west of the Mississippi, perhaps west of New York City, who lives here in town. And he took us on a tour, and we were there for four hours. Really? He could Evan couldn't get enough. He was in there looking at every single thing in this guy's basement. It was amazing, the vastness of this collection. I can I can see how it would be cool to, uh, or why you would think it was cool to look at it. And like, oh, that's I, I like the nostalgia of it, mm-hmm. the history of it. Just to pay that kind of money, I wouldn't care how much money you had. That's crazy. Well, it's well, just like a car collector. There's value in everything. Right? But it's also, too, like, all right, say you're a Blue Jays fan, and you can own the baseball that Joe Carter walked off with. Okay, at least something sure. happened with that. A car is just a piece of freaking paper. Exactly. exactly. But there's value in it. If there's value in it, it's valuable. Mm. Okay. I'm, I'm with you, HW. It's got to have a story. Well, you know my favorite collectible that this this gentleman owns? He has a letter penned from Joe DiMaggio to Marilyn Monroe. A love letter. That's cool. Coolest thing I've ever seen. I kind of feel bad for Joe, though. Do you think that he intended that to be public? Probably not, but so it got old. public, and it's worth something. Sad. Go on. All right, last one here. 1996, MJ scored 50 points for the 29th time. He ended up scoring 50 points 31 times in his career. So can you guys name the last nugget to uh to hit fifty? Last nugget to score mm. fifty. Was it Mahmoud? He had fifty one one time. Yeah, against, was it Mahmoud? Uh, I, I don't think I mean, the obvious Carmelo, answer is Carmelo. I don't, Carmelo, I don't but think I, Carmelo yeah. I think Carmelo's high was forty eight. Was that mean? the game he had thirty three in the third quarter? He didn't get to fifty? I don't think he did. J.R. Smith. The answer is Mello in uh, oh, okay. two thousand eleven against the Rockets. Mello's line that night, fifty points, eleven rebounds. Zero assist. <laughs> Here's a question. Who's the next nugget to hit 50 on this current roster? The Joker. Jamal Murray. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I think Joker will do it before Murray. Okay. That's fine. little wager? Little oh, I'm sure at some point in. this will turn into bacon-wrapped fillets. Yeah. 
Still haven't gotten paid on Cleveland making the NBA Finals, but okay. <laughs> Barty, is that all you got? Uh, yeah, that's it. Just David Thompson uh, dropped 73 against Detroit in 1978. That's the, uh, the highest Nuggets have ever had. Just yeah. a quick 73. Wasn't that like in the last game of the year when yeah, he was trying to win tonight, the scoring? Was it? No, no, he was just saying that's the highest oh, game I of the Nuggets. Yeah. That was the last game of the season. Scores exactly. like 60 that exactly. night, too. Gervin's coach that night, none other than Doug Moe. Doug Moe coached the Spurs. Larry Brown coached the Nuggets. Scoring title was on the line. And Moe told his San Antonio Spurs players, all passes go to Iceman. He's winning the title. Iceman <laughs> had a green light that night. Yes, he did. You got the Vic Lombardi Show back in a minute. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tomorrow, the Nuggets homestand continues as they take on the Nets at Pepsi Center. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock.